Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50th. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, despite the Raiders season effectively coming to an end as we kind of laid a little bit of an egg. Well, not even kind of a little bit. Let's just go ahead and own it. We took a dump in freaking Indianapolis, and unfortunately, the Raiders playoff chances are dashed. And uh, although the we had an outside shot looking in to begin with, uh, it, it's never fun to see your team get mathematically eliminated. And I think we all were rooting for um, this regime so incredibly much, and so it was definitely a letdown. And um, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Uh, Jeff's got a rundown of we're going to look back on 2023 and happy new year, everybody. Um, as we, as we now head into 24, there's been a lot, Michelle, this, I mean, we've been through it oh. as fans, yeah. uh, for the past calendar year has been absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we appreciate all of those of you that are joining us live tonight at youtube.com slash Raiders fan radio. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. We love you guys so very, very much and appreciate the support. You give this show because it allows us to uh, benefit our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. Uh, any of the merchandise sales uh, that you guys buy, by buying T-shirts through our T Public site, any of the direct donations in the super chat, any of the advertising opportunities that we get around here, 100% of that money goes to the foundation, and we give that money away to Raiders-related charities. And so, thank you guys. We can't do that without your support. And even if you can't support us monetarily, we just ask that you hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit a thumbs up because uh, that. 
that currency goes a long way with our advertisers, like the good folks at Manscaped, which we'll have a message to you tonight about the good folks at Manscaped. And so we appreciate all of you Raider Nation so much for supporting Raiders Fan Radio and the One Nation Foundation. All right, so I don't do this show alone. I do it with my two best friends. So let me first turn it over to my best friend and yours. He adorns the Eastern Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk. His name is Swag Jeff. What up, Swaggy? Man, it's good to be here. It's good to be here because we need it, right? We need a little therapy, (laughs) you know, and kind of like what you said right there at the top this year, we just... 2023 was just a it was a it was a it was a rough one as it was the kids a rough say, one, you know man. so yeah. so yeah so we're gonna kind of break everything down and you know and and we might talk about the 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 last game for just a second or two and you know but but it's but it's on to it's on to denver last week of the of the season you know there's still a lot on the line and all that even though nothing's on the line there's still a lot to play for you know may, uh, most importantly pride but there's still a lot of other stuff to, to play for as well so uh so get in the mix man we're gonna have a great show but uh murph we don't do this show alone pal. Heck no we don't no no definitely not so uh so to my left over here adorning once again the southern annex of the eastern annex of the murph's fan cave desk please welcome in michelle swag <laughs> Hey, okay, so while we were mathematically eliminated, I will say it took longer than I thought. Like, (laughs) you know, because I think most of us, you know, weeks back probably figured there wasn't a snowball's chance in hell that we could even, you know, see the playoffs. So... Well, you th- there's that. And it, well, it's funny. And to like think back to and, and shout out our, our buddy Mo Moten over Silver and Black today was talking about how this felt like there was like three seasons oh in one with gosh. all the things. Like think back to Michelle. Think back to the to the, <laughs> the latter part of Josh McDaniels, career yeah. with the Raiders. Like, again, it was it was we were looking at this like we may not win four games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was thinking we may not win four more years. Like <laughs> it really felt like there rough. at the very end. It did feel like. There was no hope. Like there was no yeah. hope, and there was no like good insight. It was rough. It was rough. Yeah, okay, yeah. being dramatic, but yeah. it, no, no, but you know, you're, you're, I, that's how I felt. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things too that you know. While and we're going to get into the discussion around Antonio Pierce and all that stuff here in a bit, but I think that's one of the things that we've latched onto as fans is that we were in in the depths yeah. of freaking <laughs> fandom and rocketed all the way back to now see this you know, potential for this, this, this football team under his leadership. And so it's like, we have just glommed onto that as fans, you know what I mean? So, sure. uh, but anyways, but we, we appreciate uh, you Raider nation. Appreciate you hanging in there uh, with us tonight. Uh, appreciate all the, you know, listen here recently, our last few shows we've started. I mean, we, we see that we get new listeners each and every week. And if you're new to Raiders fan radio, we call it a lighter journey into the dark side. Cause we take our fandom pretty seriously, but we don't take ourselves pretty seriously. We like to be a little goofy and then have a good time. And, and so, you know, with all those new listeners, man, it's, it's our numbers are going up and up and up. And, and so we just thank you to everybody new that is out there and much respect to you um, uh, for joining the show. And uh, yeah, again, we could be a little irreverent and a little silly at times, but at the end of the day, man, we love our Raiders and everything that we talk about around here. Even if it's not on the nose about the Raiders, uh, it is definitely always Raider adjacent. And we'll just tell you this. 
We're just three knucklehead fans in a bonus room that happen to have microphones and uh, like hanging out with each other and talking about our favorite football team. Uh, you're not going to find hard-hitting analysis. This is not the place to go if you want to break down tape. Uh, there are plenty of people that, and folks out there that do that kind of stuff professionally and, and as hobbies and otherwise, and that ain't us, man. We're not <laughs> analysts. We're not former athletes. I mean, other than high school and a smidge of college, but outside of that, you know, we're not coaches other than coaching my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, but, but what we do represent the Raiders and we love our Raiders uh, beyond, uh, you know, there's like the things in life that really count, right? Your faith, your family, like those relationships of those closest around you. Like those are the things that really count in life. The Raiders are right underneath all that for hundred percent. You know what Absolutely. I mean? For, for all three of us. And so, uh, so thank you again to all of those of you that are new out there. And also for those of you that are new out there, uh, you can find us on any of the, uh, obviously you can find us at the YouTube, like I mentioned, but you can also find us on any audio podcast. Just search Raiders Fan Radio for uh, under Stitcher or Spotify or Pandora or anywhere you can find music, Amazon Music, any of that stuff. You can find Raiders Fan Radio. So anyways, here at the top of the show, which this is now episode number 318 of Raiders Fan Radio. The yes. top of the show, my best friend and yours, always takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation and swag. Jeff, what do you have tonight? Oh, man. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Every last little breath that you need. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Every breath oh. you take. Uh, so, yeah, so. Uh, Every swag you make. Oh. Ooh, can you make swag? Well, sure. Hell yeah. I made two, I made, two of them. I made two of them at home. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, so, for this episode, we're not going that far back. Okay. How far are you not going back? <laughs> not way back. It's <laughs> uh, a good little something like it is. Isn't it? So, uh, so, so, we're not going far back. We're just going back to last year uh, and not okay. like last, last year, uh, 2022. Okay. And we're going to be highlighting uh, WR1. DA seventeen, Devontae. Come on, come on. So, I like which that. I think this is Devontae's first episode number, Michelle. I don't oh, think she's. I don't think yeah. he's ever been highlighted. I think so as like the marquee guy for for an episode number. So uh, three eighteen. We're going back to twenty twenty two. Devontae Adams came in and made a massive splash. Obviously, in the silver and black, he had some of uh, some of his best games against divisional opponents. In fact, in twenty twenty two, he owned the LA chargers. Uh, he combined in two games against the chargers, 18 catches, three touchdowns. And more importantly, he had 318 receiving. Oh, oh, nicely done. Jeff. Oh. Nicely done. Devontae Adams. <laughs> Good work. And Good Michelle, work. we had, we had a, uh, we had a seat for that game. We for did. The, for that second game against the Chargers in 2022. Oh, yeah. It's right there behind you, January 9th, uh, 2022. I don't know if you guys can see that there. Never uh, forget I don't it. know if oh, you can see mm-mm. it there. Well, Devontae no, wasn't on that team then. No. Well, wasn't that what you just said? That's right. Damn it. Well, the 2022 regular season. That was still. Oh, that was 2021. Oh, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what am but, I saying? But thank Scratch you for just that. bringing that up one more time that you guys were at that yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's all I was trying to do. Really, all you we were trying to do. Slide that I, into the conversation. You best believe I'm taking that opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I was trying to do, Michelle. I'm just trying to rub his nose in it. Because <laughs> yeah. he loves it when we bring that up. He I love does, that shit. He does. Yeah, I love that shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, Michelle, remember that one time that you and me and Lamont, Uncle Mark, and Sonny, and I'll never forget that. All of our listeners were there. Kevin the Raider nerd was there. Like that was amazing. Everybody, Gil, everybody, Gil was had there. that amazing tailgate for us. Yeah. Oh, the tailgate! That was so, so fun. fun. Everybody was there. That was so fun. 
Hey, oh, Jeff, I, I drank 37 Coors Lights in my living room that night. So suck it. Okay? So there you go. You may have had the better time. I'm just trying to, nah, make, you, I was trying to make you feel better. I was just trying to make you no, feel better. No. All right. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Uncle Mosh, tell us about it. <laughs> Woo! Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? <laughs> anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Okay. We still got it. We don't miss. I'm nope. telling you. Nope. All season long, I don't think we've missed. <laughs> no, we I don't not. think so. We've, we've, we've been on it this year. Yeah. We've been on it. Yeah. Our timing has been fantastic. <laughs> yep. Really good. Uh, yeah. It's good so stuff good. there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, no, we're we're really good at this. We're so, we're so, so good, good at this. At this. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, so Jeff, uh, yeah, you're here at the top of the show. Uh, you know what we forgot to do? What's that? We got to sell, sell the, sell the, sell the, sell the audience something, Jeff. Okay. And and what we're gonna sell you is uh, we want to bring a message to you from the good folks at Manscaped because they provide uh, corporate sponsorship for this show here at Raiders Fan Radio. And as I mentioned, 100 percent of that money goes to the foundation. So Swag Jeff, what do we have from the folks tonight? Manscaped. Absolutely, man. So first and foremost, salute to uh, to the new year from our friends over at Manscaped. Now I don't know if you guys have already set your New Year's resolutions or anything like that. Uh, but but I know I did. So this year, I'm really hoping for the boys to look like Times Square. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm looking for my wife to count down from 10 to unve- uh, unveil a sparkly, shiny ball drop. That's what I'm looking to do, man. And we look no further than every man's cheat code in the game. And that, of course, is the Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra Pack. Oh, Absolutely, nice. man. And it's it's already, already the early vote of MVP of the year 2024. The Manscaped's fifth generation Lawnmower Pack. It's right here. It's not just a trimmer. It's your grooming side kick mm. so right here so i'm gonna pull this sucker out man so it's hey, 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 hey. talking about the manscape absolutely man it's amazing it's equipped with two skin safe blade heads so it's got all this stuff in here all the guards all that stuff uh it, it's it's an amazing product it reduces the nicks reduces the cuts and if you like this thing which i don't know why you wouldn't but if you like this thing and you want the full grooming experience all you need to do is look no further 
than the brand new Performance Pack 5.0. Not only do you get that lawnmower that I just showed right here, it comes with the ear and nose trimmer. It comes with the uh, the aftercare products, which include the ball, uh, the the crop soother, which is the ball oh, after save lotion. Okay. Absolutely, uh, the ball or the crop preserver, which is the anti chafing deodorant. So makes your boys smell hella fresh. Uh, and then also, yeah, and then also, if you didn't like that, which I don't know why you wouldn't, they also give you a couple of free gifts. They give you the underwear. They give you the uh, the, the toiletry bag. It's all amazing stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so if you want to start the new year right, go to, uh, go to manscaped.com. That is manscaped.com. Use promo code MURF, M-U-R-F. That gets you 20% off plus free worldwide shipping. That's like 87 quadrillion balls that is being serviced by Manscaped over there. So, so definitely nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling absolutely refreshed. And trust me, your balls will thank you. Nice job, Swaggo. Nice job. Nobody enjoyed a good More than sixth-year linebacker, Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Saddle up, little buckaroos. Raiders fans are for life. Other podcasts have taken the long dirt nap. But you've got Raiders Fan Radio. We're the wagon you've hitched your horses to. Mosey along with us as we ride out of the light and ride off into the dark side. I appreciate you, Raider Nation, joining us live tonight on the in the chat room there at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Michelle, who do we have in the chat room tonight? All right, okay, we got, well, Ron's in there, of course, take Ron. care of business. Thank Matthew you, is in there. Paul, Paul's Paul? in there. Atticus B. Rockin's in there. Vibe, she's in there. Hey, baby. Foxy Scorpio. Jordan's in there. Jay Jackson. Hey, Jay. Oh, sw- What's up, swag. Jay? Swag's in the chat. Hey. <laughs> who else we got in there? Oh, Daniel Mangus, of course, but the man guy. Are the in man there, guy? So. Both, both the Mangus brothers, yeah. Yeah, I said Atticus B. Rockin'. John Ogle's in there. Jordan Ford, I said him. Jay Jackson. Listen, uh, the crew is in there. That is That's awesome. That's there. awesome. We appreciate you guys uh, so very, very much for joining us live tonight for Raiders Fan Radio. So, again, for those of you that are new to the show here at the top of the show, uh, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. We like to give respect. We're Italian. There's nothing wrong with props and shout-outs, but, uh, you know, we like to give a little bit of respect. Absolutely. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. balls and cash and checks that's mm. the next t-shirt guys the, 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 amen that's uh, what raiders yeah. fan radio does <laughs> football and crap cakes <laughs> <laughs> is that a sack lunch <laughs> 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 
Oh my gosh. Hey, shout out to uh, Matthew Mangus in there. Appreciate you, hey. Mike, Matthew Mangus. He says uh, for four ninety nine. appreciate that super chat. That money will go straight to the foundation. And he says, I want Michael Penix as our next quarterback. You know what? That, he's on a short list. Deal. And we are going to get into, so we do all this silliness at the top of the show. We are going to dig into some Raider stuff here in a little bit. <laughs> and that's one of the things we're going to dig into is that this draft is just rife with quarterbacks, mm. man. And so, and all of them, and I, listen, it's not an indictment of the kid. He's a good kid, but all of them are better than Aiden O'Connor. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, just hands down. Yep. So we got a lot to look forward to there. So we will definitely get to that, Matthew Mangus, and appreciate your five, uh, excuse me, your four ninety nine uh, donation in there. All right, so we like to give respect at the top of the show. So I want to give respect to a couple of Phil's. Oh, speaking of Phil. There you go. Speaking of Wedding Crashers. Uh, <laughs> what, well, actually, no, it was not Wedding Crashers. Hangover is when Bradley Cooper yeah, was Yeah, Phil. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Well, and no, I just I'm, played Phil Villapiano. And he's, oh, it's, we are got it all the Phil Phil's. Night? It's Phil Knight. It's Phil. It's Phil Knight. Get your Phil, 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 Phil Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to shout out uh, Phil Robinson and uh, his co-host Phil Jones, who uh, I didn't uh, have a chance to share a show with last night, but I did join uh, Phil Robinson and had an absolute blast. And I want to thank him for reaching out and invite me to, to join him. On the unfiltered, which I love that oh, name of the podcast, the is unfiltered because they're both named Phil. Uh, that's incredible. Oh that's a great gosh. name. It's a great so name. Cool. Unfiltered podcast, and had a great time hanging out with him last night. So support those guys at the unfiltered podcast. Uh, they're doing great work over there, and, and you know, and I was really, really flattered because he sent out a tweet today, and he was like, "I, I want to thank everyone that joined me in, in in this year for this this past year on the show," and he tagged everybody that's been on the show. It's like Lewis Riddick, oh. Damian Lillard. Wow. Like Lincoln Kennedy. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. And me. Well, there you well, go. I mean, a lot more than <laughs> yeah. Scott and Moe and a bunch of other, and I'm sure that's how he got aware of us and, and, and to, to ask me to be on there was our Scott and Moe affiliation. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's all these like wow. big name people in there. And I'm like, wow. Don't forget uh, about us. I'm like, I'm just a, just a little <laughs> yeah. you know, knucklehead podcaster in my bonus hey. room here. Like, are you? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But anyways, but much That's respect awesome. to him. Much respect I'm going to start him. Murph's fan radio. Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about it. What are you doing? Yeah, well, well, because you're big time. Well, because you're big oh, time oh, now. Oh, 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 well, I'm not big you're time. You're on the trajectory no, Phil, now. That's what the respect just... is for Phil. He's the one getting all these well, guests. I know, I'm just, I know. I'm just, you were a guest, though, But you were a big time show. guest on the yeah. show. You know. All right. I'll own it. I mean, oh, okay. Well, listen. he really. Oh, so he's humble. To, he's humble he, too. Yeah, okay. well, not anymore. <laughs> he was for about ten seconds yeah, and then like, quickly I'll go changed. Ahead and start a show about me. I like that. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're talking about doing a show about me. Yes. Mark's fan radio. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wasn't connecting. Sorry. I'm a little slow sometimes. You're it's a little okay. slow sometimes. Well, it's all right. All right. You know. It's all right. All right, so hey, I want to give respect. <laughs> please do. I want to give respect, and I want to give respect. Please, please get me out of this. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to give respect to professional athletes, primarily, of course, Raider players, but professional athletes that don't quit. Mm. That don't quit because if you're a professional athlete, you're not going to quit for nothing. You know what I mean? This idea of people, and we see it all over. Uh, you know, let's tank to get a better draft position. Let's tank to do this. That doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in any kind of way because none of those draft picks are a given in any way. So from the top to the bottom, uh, no no one's going to quit like that. No one's going to tank all that stuff. You think a guy like Max Crosby gives a flying F about those Beep. draft picks? He don't give a damn about that stuff. He wants to win. And and I, and I saw a thing this week, and we're going to play the clip here in just a moment. But uh, but we see a guy like Mike Vrabel. 
Much respect to Coach Vrabel at the Tennessee Titans, and I know this isn't a Titans thing, but I, I, you got to respect whatever, whatever. Conceptually, he, just, what yeah. he's saying, yes, a hundred percent. You got, you got to respect what he says because I think you can apply it to literally every team because that's kind of how everybody feels. So, so uh, play that clip right there and just uh, let's hear Mike Vrabel talk about what it's like to lose and if you think tanking is real. <laughs> Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. <laughs> Why? Well, it it, it fucking sucks. Is that? Losing. <laughs> Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. I love it, man. Yeah. You know, shout out yes. Braves, man. Braves yes. is a real one. Yeah. You know, he's a real one, dude. He's a real one. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's an excellent call out, Jeff, because tanking or worrying and vying for draft position, that's a fan thing. And Michelle, you and I even had a, yeah. had a conversation before the show started that like, we can recognize it's better for the Raiders to lose at this mm-hmm. point. I, I mean, I get that because it gives us that power. In the, but that's not the mentality of players and coaches. No, that's a fan Those thing. Those are fan, fan things. Thing. And we got to remember that, Michelle, that yeah. that's a fan type thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, imagine getting the whole team on board to say, all right, guys, some of y'all may not even be here next season, but we're going to lose this game so we can get this better draft pick. Like, that's that's just asinine. It's asinine. It, it just That's the asinine, best word for so. it. I'm, I'm so it's with ridiculous. you on that, Michelle. It is ridiculous. Uh, did you have any uh, respect to pass around I tonight? do. Yeah. Okay. So last week I respected Raider Nation, but I want to get a little more specific and okay. respect RCA fans and the chat oh, specifically hey. because we lost the, and we got booted out of, you know, even the possibility of, you know, playoffs, but we still... I've got a bunch of emails, and I know we've got calls. I haven't heard them, but they're, for the most part, really hopeful and positive about where we're headed. And I just – it takes a lot to hang in there, even through yeah, totally. tough losses. And and I know I said that for Raider Nation as a whole last week, but specifically, we just have really solid SIA fans, and, and this chat is just – I just – respect to them much respect I love that. absolutely we can't thank you guys enough for that and you know what and i love that call out to michelle because i you know look and there are other a ton of raider content creators and mm-hmm. shows and gathering points and all that kind of stuff but i really do feel like we have mm-hmm. some of the like if you're listening to this if you're got us on your tv or your laptop or your phone or whatever however you're consuming raiders fan Raider, if you're choosing to spend your time with us <laughs> Like you die hard as hell. Yes, right. Like Absolutely. you know what I mean. Like you can't get more die hard. Yeah. Uh, if than you're the, still the, here. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you know, like, and again, when the Raiders do well, mm-hmm. our numbers go up. It happens with every Scott will tell you it happens with Silver and Black today. When the Raiders are doing well, everybody's no. But it's but there's that that group of folks in there in the chat room and otherwise that are ride or die here at Raiders yeah. Fan Radio, no matter what. And and we can't appreciate you guys mm-hmm. enough for that and uh, for your dedication and not only your fandom and your, you know, your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, your patronage mm-hmm. of this show. Yep. Um, and man, it's very flattering. And so thank yeah. you guys so very, very much for doing that, man. That's, that's, that's yes. freaking awesome. Yep. Yep. Much respect. All right. Here we go. For everybody out there going, well, these guys going to talk about the Raiders. Well, now. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and 
you know, uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more, uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. <sighs> well, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> Why do I gotta leave? Uh, you know, that, that was... You know, and, and we're going to get into it later, but like, you know, all the the emotions that we've been on mm -hmm. over the course of the last nine weeks, you know, we 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 talked about last week and, and the weeks leading up to this moment that, you know, a team can't sustain victories on emotion alone. Well, Raider Nation has been on emotions <laughs> as well. We've been on this roller coaster of wins, losses, wins, losses, all this kind of stuff. And then we really had a shot. We won on Christmas Day, all this stuff. And then what happens? We do some Raider shit. A game that we a game that we should have won, a game that we should have taken care of business in a big way to, you know, push us for a final play or, you know, playoff chance or whatever. And and then we did that, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. it was it was disappointing. You know, there was a lot on the line. And I think that while we had an outside shot looking in on the playoffs and like literally everything had to line up to be perfect, Michelle, just like it did in that game we talked yeah. about back in, in, in the beginning of 2022 for us to make the playoffs. We needed to win our final four games and we needed a whole bunch of other things to happen. And it happened. It was miraculous. And we always stay positive around here. Not always, not overtly, <laughs> but um, for the most part, you know, we're, we're going to tr try to remain positive or at least look for the positives in things. And so we were, we were remaining hopeful. I mean, for those of you that have listened to this show enough, you've, the last like four weeks, I've been lining out playoff scenario one after the other, after the other, uh, looking for those, those positives. And unfortunately without taking care of business and the Raiders, the, the, the number one overriding factor for the Raiders in this late season push was that they had to win out. That was the bottom line. And, so when you hang 60 or three on the freaking chargers and then you beat the chiefs at home, looking at a game in Indy, it was like, okay, well, this is a very winnable game for us. This is very much in the scope of possibility for us. And I think the thing that really got me, Michelle, and the thing that, that, that hit me most right out of the gate was when they drive down, pound the freaking rock right down the defense's throat and Jonathan Taylor scores, yeah. it, it, you know, that it just, it felt like, oh shit. Now we're going to do some Raider ass shit today. And there it was. It's like, a, it, 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 we had put it on, on, uh, on the side for a while. Antonio Pierce had us and everybody else riding high. But unfortunately we finally, and some people give me shit about this term, but it's the truth. We finally ran out of talent. And yeah. that's, and what I mean by that is that when you, with the, with the players that we have, and even some of the, the play callers that we have, at a certain point, they run out of talent. They're only capable of doing so much. And it's unfortunate that it happened against Indy because you would think with the performance that we had against the Chiefs, like we were world beaters at that point. Literally, when you're beating the, the, the champs, you know what I mean? The darlings of the NFL in their crib. And so then to come up short against the Colts, who have been a nice story this year, but it's still Gardner goddamn Minshew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I hate it, that guy. By the way, yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Well, I, you know, well, and, and Atticus B. Rockin said it in the chat, and I, and I really didn't even connect the dots until this very moment. You know, Gardner Minshew, he he punked us in yeah, our last did. game in Oakland. Yeah. 
Oh, because he was yeah. the quarterback was for the, the freaking for the, for the Jags. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So yeah. f that guy. Yeah, f that guy. But you know, so um, Michelle, it just uh, I don't I, I uh, for the first time since Antonio Pierce has had the reins. I guess where I'm getting at is it like I felt like like even today like getting ready for the show like I'm always excited and get with you guys and yeah. get with the chat and all that kind of stuff. I'm always having fun with that. But around the team itself. I'm going to have this like lingering, almost like a dread, almost like a mourning. Because yeah. it was like, I know we got one game left, but it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm sad for something and I don't, I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know if it's the chances of Antonio Pierce or at least drawing question. No, I think that's what it is. I'll frame yeah. it up like this and then, and then go to you. I think the thing that got me is that for however many years, for whoever has been, frankly, the owner of the team, the GM, the head coach, the quarterback, the personnel... All the different versions that have been of the Raiders, when we have a chance to take that next step, to eliminate the negative narrative, to whatever that that thing may be, we come up short. Whether and, and when in 2016 it was unfortunately due to injury, in 2017 it was because of some locker room drama, you know. And in the, here it was, we've got this new coach, we've got this new regime, and we're also incredibly fired up. And he's got a chance to put start putting a mark on the NFL to be undeniable and to put everyone on notice that what if you're gonna play the Raiders, you're gonna freaking you, you know what I mean? You're gonna it's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna bust your ass and then to come out flat on defense out of the gate it was like ah. Oh. Damn it, we were this close and couldn't do it, and we haven't done it since 1983, frankly. Because even if, and, and look, and sometimes, you know, issues are external, and sometimes they're internal. And in, in, in a time like in, in back in 2000, you got big fat ter- Tony Saragusa land on Rich Cannon and break his shoulder and knocked us out. That was a team that could have won the Super Bowl. We could have beat the shit out of the Giants in the Super Bowl. Like, and we could have beat the Ravens that day with a healthy Rich Cannon. So our times are our things, but it was like we got close and then pfft, went away. Same thing with the tuck rule year. Got close, pfft, went away. And so we get to, get to these, these, these events, Michelle, and now it was like this one was felt more self-inflicted and those yeah. are the ones that feel the worst, right? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna shut up now. Yeah, yeah. That swing from like hope to despair that we have literally been on through this whole season is exhausting. And I think that, like, as a fan, it's like, okay, yeah, we beat, we, you know, we did what we did to the Chargers. We beat Kansas City. You, you're hoping again, and you're like, this, you know, could solidify Antonio Pierce's position, and like, this could then we can take this and run with it and then nothing, you know, and then you go into that game. Cause I told Lamont when we were watching, I said the first, this first series is going to give me an idea of the game that we're going to have. And then that happened, what you said. And it was like, Oh no, this is the team that showed up. And so despair, you know, <laughs> and then you're like, you had went into it really hopeful. And then it, it's it. And I think you're mourning that things are going to be very different. Even if things, even if they keep Antonio Pierce, like it's, we don't know what's coming next. You know, so they had this chance to make this, the stamp on it, the season, you know, and win out and, and they didn't do it. And it, yeah, it sucks. It would have been nice. Like if they would have taken care of business, uh, and then yeah. the, the, then the other pieces don't fall. Yeah. It's right. Like, okay. Well, we, we did we 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 did what we could, yes. and it wasn't up to us. Well, now so now he's not undeniable, right? Yeah. And so now there's question. Now, in my mind, he is. He's yeah. still undeniable. And I think that so just take this thing positive. So here we mm-hmm. we can all you know get all sad in our in our feelings <laughs> about losing a game. Um, 
But the positive side of it is this. If he can will this team, not will this team, yeah. it all comes down to the players, but if they can collectively take care of business against the Broncos, and then you can put on your resume, okay, finish with a winning record four and three, and I want to see him, listen, Al Davis didn't want to just win a football game. He wanted to dominate his opponent, just like we did against San Diego. If we can dominate the Broncos, I'm talking put a 50-burger on them. I'm talking beating them like 52 to 14, mm-hmm. some shit like that, <laughs> or 59-14, like the old school game that we played against them. If we can win in dominant fashion against three division opponents, which is which we historically, or at least recent history at a yeah. minimum, We've struggled mm-hmm. against divisional opponents. So if we could do that, that then I think puts him in at least the conversation about being undeniable and puts him strongly in the conversation. We're going to get to some comments from, from Devontae Adams about his endorsement of Antonio Pierce. Um, and I know that player buy-in isn't like the be-all, end-all, but I think there's something different. There's a unique quality when it comes to Antonio Pierce. There's an intangible that can lead to wins when it comes to that man. I think that there's something special and unique where it's not just, oh, I rep the Raiders. Oh, I wear a satin Raider jacket walking into the stadium. It's not about that because anybody can present in that way. But there's something rooted in him and what he's bringing out of these players that isn't strictly fueled on emotion now because yeah. we've seen. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yeah, I think, too, there was a lot of expectations put on him where he didn't have the talent to reach those expectations. Uh, Not him personally. I'm talking about like the quarterback position. And, you know, so we had all these expectations, but he's not working with what he brought to the table. He's working with what somebody else brought to the table. So we have all these expectations for him to take that and just succeed with it. But it wasn't what he was bringing to the table It'd be nice to see what he has to bring to the table to complete what he's done. Because I feel like he did enough this season to show that he can take some mediocre bullshit. And I'm not calling the players mediocre, but like, you know, Josh McDaniel's system and all the things that he had to work with that he didn't pick. I thought, you know, he did a really solid job, you know, bringing the team together and bringing in people and and doing those things. And, And I think the expectations that we all had was that he could take, you know, nothing and turn it into going to the playoffs and winning the Super Bowl. And that's expectations are that's too much to put on somebody who didn't have bring everything to the table himself. Absolutely. Well, and you know, and to kind of piggyback on what you said right there, you know, he took, he took players that weren't his own players and got so much out of them. Like, you know, I mean, and frankly more than Josh McDaniels Mm. ever did, Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Look at a guy like Malcolm Coots that like, you know, was getting yelled at in practice and telling him get the F out mm-hmm. of the way and stuff and wasn't being utilized. And what they do, they made him into like a freaking stud, man. Like, yeah. you know, it makes that Tyree Wilson, you know, you know, leeway time of until he's full ready and all that kind of stuff. It makes that a lot easier to yeah. swallow. I mean, even a guy like like Zamir White, mm-hmm. you know, is another guy that, you know, he he understands that, you know, he it's all about the smash mouth football and stuff. And you give a guy an opportunity to do something. And here it yeah. is. And so I'm with you. You know, I don't think they sign him to a big, long deal, right. but I'd love to have them sign him to a three year deal or something like that. And just like, hey, let's hold up let him cook like let's see what he can do with his guys before we just start firing off and you know getting back on this coaching carousel absolutely let's check in with so i got these comments here from Devontae adams these are really good man this is i mean 
you can't get it. Listen, he's the best player in his position, uh, you know, arguably in the NFL. And uh, to have this kind of an endorsement from not only a guy that's the best at his position, but clearly a leader in the locker room, especially on the offense. And, uh, you know, let's 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 check in with Devontae and see what he has to say about Antonio Pierce. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously who I wanted. That's that's my vote. And I've, I've been vocal about that. And that's. Um, you know, that's, that's basically how the whole locker room feels and, you know, with good reason. I mean, he's coming in and done, done a great job and, you know, he's continued to, to win us over. It's not just the, the comfortable thing. I think um, having AP here will, will be, uh, you know, it'll be good for this, this organization. He's, he kind of embodies what it means to be a Raider and that mentality, that swag and, you know, all the things that he endorses is, is the things that I believe in. So. Um, it's easy for a guy like me, especially having dealt with him a little bit this year now and gotten to know him and see his evolution, you know, in front of the team and, you know, all those things, all the, all the different fields of, of being a head coach. So definitely, definitely um, rooting for him. Devontae. All right. So there we go. So there's the comments from Devontae. So here's something that and, and I want to kick off the kind of a little bit more of the discussion here and, and chat room. I want to know what, what, what you have to say on this. So a lot of the national pundits, right, are, are um talking about the idea that the Raiders have to go through this hiring process and interview all these people and all that. And we know that they have to go through the technicalities of, of, of the off season hiring of a head coach. I get, I get all that. Um, but I think there's also very much a real world scenario where Mark Davis already has his mind made up. And this is my hope as a fan is that he does. This would have been some Al Davis ass shit to do. <laughs> Al Davis didn't hire the shiny coaches. He took the position guys and elevated them. And the two that I can think of off the top of my head that are most glaring is John Madden and Art Shell. He took position guys and he elevated them and they brought something so unique and so special to the table that you can't replicate by having a good resume. And so when we talk about some of the other candidates or potential candidates that can be out there, Antonio Pierce has already built the resume based on who he is. And that's so much more important to me than what your win loss record was as a coordinator or whatever. That kind of shit. We've already seen how that plays out unless you're the one solely responsible. You know what I mean? So for, for a, a team's particular success, unless you're the brain behind it, if you're just part of it, I'm not, I'm not crazy in love with that. And we also know that the Raiders situation is completely unique. We heard the man Lincoln Kennedy say it on this show that the Raiders are completely unique in everything that they do, except play football. Right. So you've got to have someone. And this is where the national pundits, this is, I think they whiff on this idea and this mm-hmm. concept that it is important. It's not about bringing in someone with these, with this, with an incredible resume that could bring, bring wins. And yes, all those things are, are, are valid, but that's not some Raider shit. And, and, and it may sound to it, to a national media and impartial uh, opinion. It may sound like a flippant thing. Well, that's a fan thing. that it's gotta be Raider shit. No, it's not. Listen to Devontae Adams. Don't take my word for it. Listen right. to what he has to say. And he will tell you it's important for, for this, this. He's a Raider. He knows what it embodies the spirit of the Raiders. And guess what? That will lead to wins. Yep. And he also understands the idea that he can't do it on his own. He is hyper aware of the idea that he needs a team of people around him in order for him to be successful and for him to enable their success. That what what more could you want on the heels of Josh McDaniels, who is the ultimate 
freaking you know narcissist and mm-hmm. thought that he could just do it all on his own no you can't you gotta have a team you gotta have a staff and antonio pierce is so aware of that and willing to, i just i'm telling you raider nation i can't and as a fan my heart can't endorse no. more for Antonio Beers to be the goddamn head coach of this football team, man, it's like all the intangibles are there. The game management stuff, any of the clock stuff, some of the play call, any of that that people want to nitpick about, he can learn that shit. You can teach a monkey a freaking playbook for crying out loud. Right. You know what I mean? You can teach anybody to do anything. You can learn on the job. But in terms of like the intangibles, to be a leader of men, that's you can't teach that kind of stuff, yeah. man. Those are the things that are so freaking inherent. And you got, and that he brings that. And listen, I'm gonna say one more thing. I'm gonna shut up and throw it to you, Jeff. Maybe one more Jim Harbaugh comment. Oh. I'm gonna lose my shit. Like, listen, I understand the merits behind Jim Harbaugh, and I get it. He was once a Raider, and that whole once a Raider, always a Raider. Like, I get that whole idea. And so, there, I understand the track record. He went to three straight NFC Championship games. He went to a Super Bowl. He brought Mich- Michigan back. They beat Ohio State twice. They're getting ready to go into to the championship game. He just knocks off Nick Saban, the greatest coach in college football history in Alabama, the most storied program. I get the bona fides there. I totally understand that. But there's something also, he's got baggage. He's got NCAA baggage, and the NFL has already said that if he has any more allegations come from the NCAA and he jumps to the NFL, they're going to suspend his ass. None of you are talking about that. You want your freaking head coach to be suspended for six games going into the 2024 season when you're trying to resurrect a freaking franchise like the Raiders and, oh, yeah, probably develop a rookie quarterback? No, that's, I don't, sorry, Jim Harbaugh. And I don't dislike Jim Harbaugh. If he had a completely clean cut coming for, and you know, oh, by the way, he's got a 10-year, $125 million offer on the table from Michigan. You think he's going to walk away from that? Mm-hmm. All you people out there saying that like, oh, he hired Don Yee so he can negotiate a contract with the NFL or just negotiate a contract with Michigan because he's got $125 million on the line. It's hold this, the, last thing I'll say, I'm going to shut up. I swear, I promise I'm going to shut up after this. The idea that people get so clear cut on their opinions before anything ever happens, drives me bananas, Jeff. Mm. And the people that are like, it's got to be Harbaugh or it's nothing else. Even the ones out there are saying like, it's got to be Pierce. It's, it's got to let this thing play out. Let's see where, 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 where it all lands. And to me, as of this, even on this loss, Antonio Pierce is still the man for the job. Absolutely. Well, you know, you know what they say, Sith only deals in absolutes. <laughs> you know, thank you. You know, so, so at the end of the day, if Jim Harbaugh gets hired, he'll be my favorite coach. Right now, Antonio Pierce is the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. He's my favorite coach. And I love Antonio Pierce. I love that Pierce understands that he doesn't know everything. And he looks to his players. He looks to his mentors. He looks to his co-workers, his staff, all that stuff. Patrick Graham, all this stuff. He looks up to Mark Davis, all this stuff. Like, that's Raidership, man. Like, let's run this team as the Raiders, as one unit, you bring in another guy, and here we go again. It's going to be another guy, like, especially a guy like Harbaugh. Harbaugh's going to change everything, mm-hmm. literally everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's not going to be this, you know, that Raider swag. It's going to be Harbaugh's version of that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, and, and in years past, it was, you know, it was McDaniel's version of it, which was the Patriot way, but it was still his version of the Raiders and stuff like that. Antonio Pierce is the organic, old school Al Davis version of the Raiders. Come and on. that's what I like. That's what I like, and that's what I want, right? Yeah, and I, 
I worry like that, and I'm, I'm sure Mark Davis has like all the people that he needs to, hopefully he has the people in his ear that he needs to be listening to. Cause I think like, I hope he doesn't think he needs the big name for Vegas, you know? Cause like Antonio Pierce is like Oakland Raiders. Antonio Pierce is like LA yes. Raiders. I hope Mark Davis doesn't think I need the big, I need Harbaugh. I need, it's Vegas. I need to bring in the big now. I hope he remembers Right. I know. I mean, I know he does. It's his team. But I just wonder if anyone is in his ear saying this is Vegas. We need the big name. Well, that's what makes me nervous is I hope that biggest voice in his yeah. ear isn't Tom Brady because oh. he's going to be preaching Michigan. Oh, Michigan. He's gonna be, gonna be, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that's, be, yeah. And that's the thing that that, that, that scares me. Is Charles uh, also Charles, Charles Woodson, Woodson, he may Michigan also too. be he may also be preaching. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, th- that said, yeah, tough. I will say this for for on, on that front, and I think it's a great point that you make there. When it comes to Mark Davis, this is a guy that, and Jeff, I'm going to turn it over to you too after this uh, to run down our year. This is a guy that was getting ridiculed on the road at SoFi Stadium by fans, you know, about his decision to stick with Josh McDaniels. This is a guy who's getting literally yelled at yeah. in, you know, the, the the Las Vegas Aces parade when they did the the parade for the, the WNBA team. And he's getting berated by fans about his decision and, and fire Josh McDaniels signs thrust in his face and all this stuff. Right now, for the most part, I know some of the fans, some fans, and we're seeing the chat room, chat room comments. I can't wait to catch up. Um, some of the comments, you know, from fans, after the Colts game, is it like, you know, some fans are just flip floppy. Yeah. They just kind of go week to week with it no matter what. Um, but I think for the most part, and especially rolling back the clock a week ago, collectively as Raider Nation, we were bought in. Yeah. And it, to ev- everybody was, was pulling the same rope. And it has, think about the last few years. How often has it been, Raider Nation, that you've all, we all have been kind of agreeing with yeah. each other? on social media or otherwise been few and far between. And Antonio Pierce is responsible for that because the, the idea that we were all collectively going to get. So Mark Davis, he hears it. Yeah. He recognizes that. You think he's going to want to throw that, the, the sentiment away right now. And I know that look, cause I know that players don't pick their coach and I get all that. You think he wants to just freaking turn his back on Devonte Adams's comments yeah. and go with somebody that, I mean, if anything, if it's not, if it's not Jim Harbaugh, it better not be anybody else. Yeah. That's like the only guy that I think is even remotely close to being able to eclipse what Antonio Pierce is bringing to the table. That's it. Outside of that, like if we go with some coordinator from some other team or whatever, and I was, you know, pounding the table for Jeff Ulbrich not that long ago before Antonio Pierce, you know, came in. Um, but back when, when we were just talking about firing McDaniels as a whole, that was one of the guys, but Antonio Pierce is a Jeff Ulbrich kind of guy. Like that's he's Dan Campbell. He's a, you know, a Bob Sala. Like that's, yep. he's that kind of yeah. guy. So we've already got the guy. So let's not try to reinvent it. But anyways, right. all that said, um, Jeff is going to r- run down. Oh, wait a minute. Hold oh, on. Nice. Let's, this will be a good time to take a break. Yeah, Shout dude. out the chat room. Shout out these super chats that have come in and, uh, and, and, and swag Jeff and take us down. So we were talking about, you know, kind of being a morning. We're talking about kind of being like in a, like a weird spot now on the season, all that. Well, when we were talking about pre-show, we kind of uncovered <laughs> why. And man, 
We've been through the freaking <laughs> ringer yeah. as fans this offseason. So, Swag Jeff, shout everybody out and then tell us about the last year, 2023, on the calendar. Uh, absolutely, man. So, Paul's in there. Uh, oh. Atticus B. Rockin', Wyo Raider, Jordan Ford, Mr. Tiki in there. Pineapple with a $20 donation. Says first donation of 2024. Uh, much respect to you. Uh, Gianluca Morelli's in there. Uh, the main guy are in there. Let's see. M85's in there. Let's see here. Uh, Celos is in there. Much nice. respect. Vibrators in there. Hooligan Nation. John Ogle. Van City Raider. Deep H2O. Uh, let's see who else is in there. Uh, Dominican Raiders in there. Corey Fleck. And then our buddy Intel, man. Much respect. Nice. Uh, he says, Happy New Year, Raider Nation. But uh, but most importantly, and we can't thank you enough for it, uh, a $100 donation to the One Nation Thank Foundation. you. Thank you. Jock, uh, Murph's over there. He's got the button, and he just stepped out for a moment. So, so much respect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Woo. All that good stuff. Uh, yeah, so much respect to Intel, and then uh, and then Fabricator Gill follows it up with a $20 donation oh, as nice. well Gil. to the foundation. So much, much respect. Uh, can't thank you guys enough. That's all going to the One Nation Foundation where we uh, where we give to different uh, various Raider-related charities, uh, such as the Bolitnikoffs, such as uh, the Max Crosby Foundation that we've just partnered with, uh, Raider Dad, all that good stuff. So we can't thank you enough. Uh, Raider John's in there. Herman Munster. Uh, Ghostmaster's in there. Uh, Tony Shefford is in there, man. We got every Everybody, uh, 94 people in the building, man. Nice. So much, much respect to each and every one of you guys. And and uh, uh, you, you stepped out there. Uh, Fabricator Gill also with a $20 donation. Oh, thank you. And we had a yeah. hundo in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Intel with a $100 donation. Says Happy New Year, Raider Nation. Can't thank you enough. But, but yeah, as Murph was saying right there, 2023 was a, was a, was a, was a rough one. Jeez. It was a tough, Bitch. tough, rougher ass. than I realized. Yeah. My oh, gosh, yeah. when you break it all down from January 1st, 2023 <laughs> to 2024 now, it's just, it's been rough, man. So I'm not going to make light of, uh, you know, obviously 2021 was a hard year, you know, with, with, uh, with Gruden and with, uh, with, uh, Henry Ruggs, yeah. all that stuff. That was a trying year for the Raiders for sure. Uh, you know, personally and all that kind of stuff. But, but 2023, man, this was, this was a freaking from strictly from a fan perspective, from a fan perspective and team perspective. It was tough. So we start out the year 2023. Derek Carr was just benched. Just I benched. can't believe that was like that, last year. He was just like benched was five years ago. And not yeah, only does not only is he benched, but he's benched and he goes to the house. Oh, that's right. Goes to the house. The car stands go crazy. The car <laughs> the haters go crazy. All that stuff. Derek Carr. Then after the season, the season then ends. We lose two games to the uh, to the 49ers and to the Chiefs. <sighs> And uh, and he and Derek Carr refuses to be traded, <laughs> refuses to be traded. So we have to release him, let him go, all that stuff. We finally get to free agency, and uh, and we sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, oh, who didn't even show up for his press conference? No. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He, he 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 doesn't show up to ankle. the presser. The presser gets canceled. Uh, the rumor was he failed a physical. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Everyone starts freaking out. Uh, you know, and then shortly after that, Renfro trade rumor started. All that. Uh, Darren Waller gets traded for a third rounder. All that. So so Raider Nation's all over the place at that point. The draft happens, and needless to say. 
it was controversial. <laughs> uh, you know, some people were just absolutely, absolutely pissed at the fact that we tra- uh, that we drafted Tyree Wilson. Everyone wanted Jalen Carter, all that good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know, we wait to the fourth round to get a quarterback when everyone was hoping. Oh, that what's maybe the hurry? We what's the tra- rush? Exactly. We we got Jimmy Glass. What are we doing? You know, so so yeah, so so that happens. We trade back up into the second, and instead of getting a quarterback, we go in and we grab Michael Mayer, a tight end, all that stuff. Everyone's freaking out, all that, and then and then fully the Patriot way is instilled. It's instilled because you know we we bring in what what we say nine Patriots in this so over the Brandon course. Brandon Bolden and Chandler Jones were already uh, in Las Vegas. Right. And then they bring in Jacoby Myers, Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Uh, Adam Butler. Yep. Who are the other? Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett and Brian Hoyer. There you go. Oh God. Yeah. So let's just load up that the room. That should have been our a, first clue. With a bunch of freaking <laughs> Patriots. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So so we get through all of that mess, all that. So we're starting to get fired up for the season. We get to the season, and then Chandler Jones. Oh, boy. Chandler Jones. That was a season all by itself. That was a season all (laughs) on its own, man. Chandler Jones does his thing. He gets released, all that stuff. So we finally, 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 we finally get to the season, and it's an awful start. We can't score 20 points. Uh, The defense looks terrible. Renfro is absolutely MIA. All that kind of stuff. We're freaking out. Thank you. Uh, We're we're freaking out. Uh, Mark Davis gets yelled at at SoFi Stadium. All that stuff. It's uh, you know the the you know the infamous now. Smarten up, smarten up, smarten up. All that stuff. Mark Mark Davis gets accosted at the WNBA <laughs> parade after they've won their championship to fire Josh McDaniels. Uh, Brian Hoyer starts against the Bears at that point uh, and makes uh, makes Tyler Badgett look like a freaking you know all pro. All that stuff. We fall to three and five after the Lions game. The Lions we only had a hundred and fifty. Seven uh, total yards Jeez. against the Lions that day, and then finally, 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 Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, uh, uh, Matt Lombardi—they all get fired. Right? Antonio finally. Pierce takes over. Finally, 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 finally takes over, man. You know, so so he ate. Uh, you know, we hear him talk. He, he's all this, you know, he was born a Raider, you know, uh, straight out of Compton, all that stuff. And then we hear him do the se- his second ever speech to Raider oh, Nation yes. at the Belindikoff event. And we're still only in November and so many things have happened. Uh, Antonio, T- uh, Antonio Pierce takes over and wins two games in a row. He beats both New York teams. It's on, it's popping, all that stuff. The D- The defense is improving. And then we lose a couple. And these are tough ones. You know, we lose to the Dolphins. We lose to the Chiefs. All that stuff. We come off a bye, and we're thinking Antonio Pierce has got the team fired up after this bye week. We're rested. <laughs> all that good stuff. We're still in the Raider way. And then we lose three or nothing to the freaking uh, Minnesota Vikings. The lowest score ever in an in- indoor football game ag- against the you. Minnesota Vikings, man. That was definitely a brutal I'm one. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it was. it was absolutely terrible. But then... But then we go to we oh. we we come home. We play the Chargers. We hang a sixty three burger on those son of a bitches, and uh, <laughs> and and then we go to Arrowhead, Christmas Day, Arrowhead Stadium, and we win. <sighs> we win. So we're here. We're all over the place, man. This crazy year of twenty twenty three. Maybe it's gonna end good. 
Had that last week happen. Ah, jeez. So to say that 2023 was just a freaking shit show, you know, Dude, with with, with, a, like... with a couple of good, with so many bad, all that, like, holy Isn't cow. that bananas, that Michelle? feels like... I feel years. like that was a, it was a decade. And I'm Holy not trying cow. to be funny. That really feels like years. Yes. Ugh. Oh my god. No wonder we're all spent. That's what no I'm kid. saying, man. It's, it was it was a rough go, Raider ah. Nation, man. It was a definitely a rough go. But um, hey, listen, you know, is it, despite all the crazy challenges that this team has had, uh, the, some of some of them are they're, they're still having fun. The guys are still having fun. Uh, the, the coaches are still having fun. And so let's check in with uh, with Paul Gunther. Or Paul Gunther, listen to me. Let's check in with Patrick Graham. I just saw PG on my thing there. Uh, let's check in with, with, with Patrick Graham uh, as he talks about this season. And this, listen, this, this is a guy that caught all the shit oh. from a lot of people, including me. And so I will definitely give him credit. And, 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 and I think a lot of other folks should and would, too, that – if if anything was revealed to us uh, on the departure of Josh McDaniels is that he handcuffed this coaching staff and this football team, the players, he handcuffed everybody. And so when the cuffs were finally taken off of Patrick Graham, uh, he did very, very well. And this defense has turned around and this is, I'm just going to play it. And then we'll, let's tag some of these comments here uh, from Patrick Graham as he talks about, this is the most fun he's had being a coach. I told the guys the other day and I'm not going to get emotional. I promise you that. But I've had the most fun this year coaching this group of players than I had my whole career. Plain and simple. Not not taking anything away from the guys I've coached before, but their growth, how they've improved, how they embraced myself, the coaches, uh, the the turmoil that we faced, and how they laid out there on the line for us. You know, starting with our leader Max. You know, from him to the to the, the the rookie that has the least amount of playing time, and I've had a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun seeing them. You know, go out there, win games, lose games, and try their best, and try to do what I'm asking them to do. Um, learn from their mistakes. Again, it's just it's just been a real fun year. I mean, I've been proud to be part of the Raiders. That's been a cool thing. You know, you know, just even when you think about the alumni and the people involved. With this organization it's been it's been it's been cool i would say dope because i'm from the 90s that's it's been real dope it's been real dope it's really dope you know all right there he is so good stuff there from from patrick graham and see and that's the thing that like if you bring in another coach michelle you bring in a jim harbaugh or anybody else they're gonna revamp the staff right yeah. like, don't you love like that, that's endearing those comments from patrick a graham thousand you know? percent that's that sounds like a guy that wants to continue doing what they've been doing and grow and get better and stay with the what they have. Like, man, hearing that, it just sounds so different from not, – not that I listen to a lot of other teams' press conferences or other teams. I don't listen to a lot of other – I hear whatever's on NFL Network say, and Brian yeah, Campbell yeah, here it. and there and that kind of but stuff. But, man, yeah. that just sounded really special and different and – Man, I hope I hope he stays. I hope they keep him. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really that's really nice. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Swago? I mean, I, it it was it, it, 
I'm worried that it felt like a, a, goodbye? a, a goodbye. It did a little. That's, it felt a little bit like a you know it's been a it's been a pleasure to be a Raider. I'm never gonna forget this. This was so much fun. Ugh. And and maybe that's how coaches are every. Mm. You know what? Once you finally, you know, hit about the end of the season, that because ev- no team is ever the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every year, a version of the Raiders is a completely different team. <sighs> you don't have the same folks in the building. You don't have the same players. You don't have any of that. The the mm-hmm. you know the vibe is always just a little bit different. And so hopefully it's just that. And hopefully it's not you know you know Sayonara Raider Nation. You know it's been a it's been a pleasure, but but I'm out. But but that's kind of the vibe that I got from it. So I, I hope I'm I'm way wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm we're rooting for it all. Keep together. Chat room. Let us know what you think. Uh, looking forward to, uh, to to reading back your comments. I can't yep. read, keep up with the chat during the show, but I always like to go back and read your comments. So, uh, Swag Jeff, go ahead and uh, take a break, and then let's talk about a little bit about this game we got coming up. Sure. Let's talk about the uh, the significance we got against this game against the Broncos and what kind of what's on the line this Sunday. Absolutely. Well, hey, before I hit a break right there, uh, I just got the notification on my phone that, uh, that our good buddies, uh, A.J. Cole and Max Crosby, have been voted to be pro bowlers this year. Much respect. As if there was any doubt. Just them. You know what, though? Just them? Just them. I hate that. That's some bullshit. Yes, Spillane deserves to be there. I think Robert Spillane absolutely does. And unfortunately, look, Josh Jacobs couldn't do anything about getting hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was on track to turn it around and have a pro bowl type season. Now, granted, these guys will have pro bowlers. We'll probably have more. That will come in. Oh, you, sure. You know what I mean? Just like, I mean, yeah, alternates and stuff like that. Kind of like, you know, Derek Carr's pity Pro Bowl appearance <laughs> last year. Yeah, because freaking, yeah, everybody starts sitting out and yeah, then you get, yeah. you know, down to the your, your 12th choice. Right. And so then you have a Pro Bowler. So, well, more Pro Bowlers. But I think, I think Spillane, uh, for sure, is definitely on, on, on the short list. Yeah. But even like our, both of our safeties have played amazingly well. Oh, damn, I think, yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Uh, and really, I mean, I know it's, I guess you can't put a guy in the Pro Bowl off of a couple of games, oh, yeah. but Jack Jones, man, yeah. Jack Jones, uh, Malcolm Koontz, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, well, let's hear from the Pro Bowlers. All right, let's hear from. Them. <laughs> Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. You're welcome, Max. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Uh, so, hey, uh, I got some fun stats here to throw at you guys. Okay. Uh, so this is interesting. So, and this really is kind of a departure. Before we get into the uh, about the Broncos game, this is the, my one departure stat. Uh, that I had this week, I, th- I thought was pretty cool. So there's 185 quarterbacks uh, that have started 50 or more games in the Super Bowl era. Okay. okay. Four of them have been on teams that have won at least three quarters of their starts. Okay. Now this came up because it was relevant about Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay. Because both those guys are on incredibly, you know, good football teams. Sure. 
Okay, so that kind of sells the lead there in terms of what, what the origin is of this list. So once again, 185 quarterbacks, 50 or more games, Super Bowl era. Four of them have been on teams that have won at least three quarters of their starts. Okay, there's four names on this list. Okay, they're the highest in terms of percentage. Not in total wins, but in terms of percentage. You guys want to guess at who some of these names might be? And that's current players? Uh, no, this is NFL history. Oh, okay. 185 quarterbacks in NFL history started 50 or more games, uh, and four of them have been on teams that have won at least three quarters of their starts. So of these 185 quarterbacks, how many of them won more than um, than 75% of their games? Uh, Kenny Stabler. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I already well, gave you two of the names. Oh, well, yeah, Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. There you go. So Patrick Mahomes is second on the list. He is 74 and 22 for a 771 winning percentage. Okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson is fourth on the list. He is 58 and 19 in his career for a 753 winning percentage. So okay. Pretty cool. All right. Now you guys want to guess who the other two names are? This is a, this was fascinating to me. Well, there's got to be a Raider, right? Of course there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So there, I'll give you a hint. There's a Raider and a goat. Or the goat. Oh, there. Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. Yes, Tom now, Brady. Now, Tom Brady's this is this is really trippy because he is as a seven hundred and fifty four winning percentage. His win total though, two hundred and fifty one wins to only eighty two losses. Jeez. So he dominates this list yeah. in terms of total wins. But guess who's number one on the list with a seven seventy four winning percentage? The highest winning percentage of 185 quarterbacks to start 50 or more games in the Super Bowl era. There's only one guy. Well, it's either it's either Jim Plunkett. Nope. Is it Daryl LaMonica? Daryl freaking LaMonica. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Matt Palmer. That's fantastic. For those of you who wonder what I was winking at is that we have a signed Daryl LaMonica jersey over there over, over Michelle's left shoulder. Damn, really? I named that's, my damn dog Bomber for, right. for the Mad Bomber. And wow. Yeah, isn't okay, that what's cool? What's the record? Wow. Uh, he is 62, 16, and 6. Because they had a lot more ties back then in the AFL. Oh, okay. So, yeah, 62, 16, and 6. A number one on the list. Isn't that fun? That's so that was, fun. That was so fun. And wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so uh, let's talk about this game. So, um, Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, we beat the Broncos, of course. Excuse me. If Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders beat the Broncos in Week 18 after Jimmy Garoppolo did it in Week 1, it will be the second time ever that two Raiders quarterbacks beat the Broncos in the same oh, wow. season. <laughs> right? That's okay. fun. All right, here we go. I'm going to throw it back at you guys again. In 1968, we had two different quarterbacks beat the Broncos in the same season. Anybody want to guess who those two quarterbacks are? That would be Daryl LaMonica yes. and George Blaine. Let's go, Twig. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Good job, bro. <laughs> also, when Aiden O'Connell faces Jarrett Stidham in Week 18, it will be the third time since the merger that both Raiders and Broncos will start two different quarterbacks in the second, or start different quarterbacks in the second meeting than the first. So the other two times it's happened in 2011, Jason Campbell uh, played, um, excuse, yeah, Jason Campbell for the Raiders and Kyle Orton uh, for the, the the Donks and then Carson Palmer and uh. Tim Tebow. And it's one of your favorite. And then in 1984, it was Plunkett versus Elway. 
Right. But then oh. the second meeting was Mark Wilson and Gary Kubiak. Oh, you wow. Just, Ew. Yeah, yeah. Ew. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's talk about this game just, just a little bit um, before we... I don't know what our next segment is. Oh, more fundamentals. Because we're going to talk about the schedule next season. Oh, good. Uh, listen, man, this is the donkeys. Uh, I hate the donkeys more than... <laughs> any other franchise in all of sports. And I know the Chiefs exist and and, and that's I feel like that's an older even school than me. Mm. Raider fan thing is that like, you know, hating the Chiefs in it because it roots back to Ben Davidson and all that stuff. Oh, like Dawson yeah. and like shit that happened like before I was born and I'm an old guy. Um, but the Broncos are mine because I hate John Elway. Oh. Like John Elway and the Broncos were the darlings of the NFL for so many years and also him, you know, playing at Stanford and me being a Bay area guy and all that, like, and I'm an East Bay guy, not a West, you know, Stanford thing. So anyways, I, I can't stand John away. I can't stand the damn Broncos. I've hated them forever. And then you get all that, that Elway love for all those years. And then, oh yeah, here comes Pepe mm. and they become right. the darlings of the NFL all over again. And it just, I, I can't stand the damn Broncos. And so the idea that, that we're playing the Broncos final game of the year, it, this is a, this is a big one for me. I'll never that, that again. Go back to that whole like tanking thing or like you know, man. No, it's the <laughs> damn Broncos. Let's beat the ever loving shit out of these guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like let's let's go in there. Let's let's dominate. We're gonna be at home in front of Allegiant Stadium crowd. And I think that it's it's not only important for Antonio Pierce. It's gonna be important for these players. Like let's walk off. Yep. Because if we get if we get beat. It's it's gonna be a punking no matter what. If you lose at home, last game of the year, you're, gonna, you're div- getting punked. I, I, I There's bet, no way yeah, you're not against a divisional rival, let alone yeah. freaking Denver, and let alone led by Jarrett Stidham right. and that oh. asshole Sean Payton across the oh, side from you. Asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like I it, this this will not go well for any of us if the Raiders cough this one up on Sunday. And I'll tell you this, man. I think that too. I can't wait for this game. I'm excited for this game because no matter what, although all the despite all the drama and all the bullshit that we just went through that Swag Jeff lined out for 2023, this is it, guys. This is it. This is it. This is the last time we're going to see our boys, Don the Silver and Black, for last <laughs> time in 2023 or 24 now. Like, yeah. this is it. So I'm excited for it. And I feel like this is as big of a game as any of them, uh, any of them have been. I mean, and, and I mean that genuinely because it as a fan... We get to see it happen one last time, and I think that you know the, the, they're going to bring it. They're not going to they're not going to lay down. Ain't nobody going to be rolling over. Like the boys are going to bring it. Here, Antonio Pierce talking about it at his press conference today. He's fired up. The locker room is fired up, and uh, and so I'm I'm excited for this game, Michelle. And I think that you know, listen, we got to put Jared Stidham oh, on yeah. his ass early. We got to have Max Crosby have a big day. Yeah. If listen, last game at home. Whether AP stays or not, either send him off with the biggest send off you can, or help establish his position as the new head coach. Like there, the I don't know how many games I said this is the biggest game that the Raiders had. I think I said that about Kansas City. Then I think I thought that about coming off of that game for the Colts. But this game, this is a big game, and it's like you said, game. it's the last. I'm damn it, it's the last time we're gonna see him this season, and that. Man, that that bums me out. But man, they can go out and fucking oh, hey, sorry, that's okay. and really just send the Ra- send Raider Nation out with a bang this season. Like, 
kill them. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Jared Stidham, yes. Let's see his ass in the dirt. Just I, grass all in his all in his helmet. And I, I think, I Jeff, see. I think we're going to see a dominant win. And listen, I, I think the Raiders are going to win every game. I think we're going to see the Raiders. Because they know. So here's, I'll just say this. They know now. They laid an egg against the Colts. Yeah. And they know now what kind of co- it's it ain't no coincidence that Devontae Adams today is coming out and saying, We want Antonio Pierce. He's our guy. Let's make him the permanent coach of the Red. That's not a coincidence there. So they know the players understand the importance of this football game. And Jeff, I'm not saying we're gonna hang 63 on them, <laughs> but I really do. I think we're gonna beat the ever-loving crap out of these guys. Yeah, I I agree, man. You know, and it it's it's so funny, you know. You know, I feel like, you know, so last year, you know, we finished six and eleven. It was just ugh, like the end of the season, like it was just it just sucked. And we played the Chiefs and like they did all that ring around the rosy shit and <laughs> like oh. all that kind of stuff. Like it was just like just a shit, shit performance the last week of the season. But even going into that game, it was just like mm. we were already down bad. Like we were freaking just we were sad sacking hard, hard, last you know, year. hard. Yeah. Well, this year, yes, we've been eliminated. Yes, the stakes are the same. Our record looks better. That's mm-hmm. awesome, you know, but like, I mean, what we could be, you know, one game difference at the end of the day if the Broncos come in and beat us, whatever. But like the vibe still feels different. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that that is a full testament of Antonio Pierce. Like, you know, like, yes, I'm sad that the season's over and I'm sad that, you know, we're not going to see the Raiders play again until, you know, September or whatever. But like, you know, but like, I'm still like, uh, dude, I'm fired up for this game. Man. Yeah, like, and, yeah. And, that, and that's a testament to AP, man. Like, he's got the boys ready to play. They're they're gonna freaking come out and they're gonna punch him in the mouth, man. Like, that's what it's all about. It's so, all like, about. you know, this this end of the season, like, yes, it's the end, but like, like, there's still so much to play for. So much yeah. to play for. Absolutely. Did you guys see that? And and a little bit of a side note. Did you see the 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 hoodie? He was wearing today at the press conference. No, it's so badass. So it has like a raider, like holding like a like a flag, like like marching kind oh, of a thing. Yeah. Okay, you know, and it, and it's got like a raider shield and like a flag and all this stuff. It was like a gray with like really? a little black lettering. Yeah, and it said championships are built in the off season, twenty twenty three. Oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, Ooh. Okay. okay, see you, coach. Dude. I see you, coach, yeah. calling that yep. off-season Very shot. Cool. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. I, I, I thought that was awesome, man. So, uh, all right, so I just hit a break, and then listen. I know we've talked a lot about, uh, and Raider Nation has too on social media and otherwise about the importance of draft positioning. But I'm here to tell you, we are here to tell you that even if the Raiders lose this game and we drop a couple of spots in the draft, it's not going to be the end of the world. We're going to still be able to find our guy. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. This is Kevin, the Raider Nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We 
All right, Raider Nation, appreciate everybody that is in the chat room tonight. Corey Fleck is in there. Raider Loco is in there. Tony Shefford is in there. Jordan Ford. Uh, Deep H2O, Paul Edgerton. Uh, we appreciate you, Mr. Tiki. We appreciate, uh, let's see who else we got. Trin is in there. What's up, Trin? Uh, Martin is in there. Appreciate uh, Alpocalypse is in there. Great name. Appreciate Jay Jackson is in there. Uh, shout out Navajo on the go in there. We appreciate you, my man. And uh, appreciate Pineapple is in there. And uh, so many of our good friends. Vibrator is in there. Appreciate you, baby, being in there and uh, so many of our good folks uh, joining us for this episode 318 of Raiders Fan Radio. Herman Munster just jumped in there. Appreciate you, Herman Munster. All right, so Jeff and I were talking about this before the uh, before the show tonight, and we I know the, the, the hot topic for us here is we've kind of broke down draft positioning for the Raiders and where it can go and all that good stuff. Salvo Zen, appreciate you, Salvo Zen. The idea that the Raiders need to be at a, at a particular position in this year's draft to find our next franchise quarterback, I think is a little bit of an oversight. And the reason why I say that is that this draft is super deep. So we've got, we got the five, like, you know, main names that are on, on the list, like the, 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 the ideal five quarterbacks, but then also Cam Ward declares uh, just here recently for the draft. Then people are also having a conversation around JJ McCarthy. We'll see what he can do in the championship game. And the Raiders are going to finish either 8th or 14th in draft positioning. And I've made the point on that. I, I mentioned the Unfiltered podcast uh, earlier, and I was on there last night. And some people took a run at me about, about my, my idea about the Raiders just kind of being patient and where they were at and being able to find their quarterback. And, and some of the comments were like, well, that's a dumb idea or that's, that's, you know, that, that's the worst kind of thinking or whatever. I'm like, no, being patient is not a terrible thing. Like, I don't think, now I am a fan of, at this point, for the Raiders taking a swing. The Raiders should take a swing for a quarterback. We're going to need to. And there might be a, a, a scenario where the way that the draft falls to us, that we might need to take a swing and trade up or whatever. But in terms of like falling into that line of thinking now, I think it's premature at best i mean when you look at the the amount of players that are out there and jeff's going to hit the list of guys that are out there y'all this quarterback draft is so deep and if there's going to be a year that we need to take a guy that's going to take us to the next level the the, the year that we're going to need a franchise quarterback thank goodness it wasn't last year as right. much as i hate the idea that the guys didn't draft and move up and be more aggressive last year i love it the idea that it could fall to us this year. And so Jeff's going to hit hit the list here and talk about these guys. There are so many. Friend, I think this is going to be the deepest quarterback draft since 1983. Like, yes. Speaking of John Elway, speaking of Dan Marino, speaking of those guys. Like, this thing, it's so freaking deep. And, like, and the, the, the people that are out there, like, the, like obviously there's some highlighted names that, that Jeff will get to. And then, they'll, they'll, like, other names will come up, like Bo Nix. And people will be like, oh, I don't want Bo Nix. He's way the hell better than Aiden O'Connell is. Like, you know what I mean? And that's no disrespect to Aiden O'Connell. He's only got he's dealing with the cards God dealt him. You know what I mean? And which is cement feet. You know what I mean? And I, I, mean, I hate that for him. But that's, those are terrible in Vegas. You know what? Right? Oh yeah. Right. Hey. <laughs> Shout out uh, what's it, what's, uh, Lake Mead. There but, you um, go. All right. Yeah. But anyway, so Swag Jeff, so kind of break it down for us a little bit. The amount of talent that we have, and listen, it's. I'll say this too. One last thing. I'll promise I'll shut up. It only takes one or two teams to do something unpredictable 
for the entire draft board to change. So for those of you that are out there that are taking a run on the X at and me or anybody else saying like, you have it so figured out. Like, oh, it's definitive. This this team's going to do this. Team's going to do that. No, Daniel Jeremiah doesn't know. Todd McShay doesn't know. Like, you know, Mel Kuyper doesn't know. These guys that spend, and networks that literally spend millions of dollars in time and resources dedicated to the draft, and none of them ever get it right. Yeah, let alone Mustang Guy 72 on on the freaking X. On the freaking X. So, like, that idea that you could be so convicted in your opinion, let it go. Please don't be that arrogant. Like, for real. Like, I mean, do you fan over, you're going to want a fan. But I'm just telling you, the way that that presents comes off as a little arrogant again because no one has this shit figured out no one gets their ncaa bracket right every year during march madness and ain't nobody ever nailed the draft yet so take it easy with that shit because all it takes is for the bears to decide you know what we're gonna stick with justin fields and draft marvin harrison jr and then guess what happened to your draft board it's gone it's gone save the mock draft save all that kind of shit and i'm telling you raider nation we're gonna have the opportunity to draft the next franchise guy maybe where we're at or maybe we might have to move a spot or two but it's not going to take a freaking like a seismic shift for the Raiders to find the guy Jeff because there's a lot of those guys out there. Oh 100% man so so you run down this list and and real quick right there you know uh, there's been a ton of talk about this this Justin Fields right you know there's a ton of talk that you know trading a second or third round pick maybe to grab him you know I think there's a lot of guys that might still be in the mix for them I I know Atlanta I feel like he's a good fit for a team like Atlanta but he's a good fit really anywhere and he's been balling out the last six games he's four and two all that stuff and I don't know if you watch the game in Chicago they're chanting his name we want fields we want you know like so like crazier shit's happened for sure so you could see a guy like Caleb Williams slip and slide and fall all the way down Uh, but you got Caleb Williams you got Drake May Jaden Daniel Bo Nix Michael Penix JJ McCarthy Cam Ward Michael Pratt out of Tulane who beat Caleb Williams the the uh, last year in the bowl game for all you Caleb Williams junkies yeah (laughs) about the guy Tulane Tulane a group of five guy man Michael Pratt his career at Tulane, 149 QBR. What? Unbelievable. What? And the perfect one is 158.3. Like, uh, that's damn near perfect. Like, <laughs> holy cow. So, like, there's tons of options here. So, you know, it's very feasible that we could just stay where we're at, whether it be, for, you know, it, we could be 14. Okay. One of those guys will be there. And I'm looking at right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight franchise guys. There's right a lot. There. That's what I'm saying, and it's crazy because we, so when we look at this, Michelle here, and I'm all it takes is as I said, it takes one or maybe even two teams to do something unpredictable. Yeah. So at the top of the draft right now, okay, so we got the Bears right, and so mm-hmm. what, like we said, what if the Bears do something like like take Marvin Harrison Jr.? What if the freaking Commanders who are sitting at second, right? right. What if they decide, well, we're going to stick with Sam Howell because he's been the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. What if they decide to hold Pat and draft someone to protect him? Mm. All of a sudden, there's a... So next up is New England. Drake May is gone. Uh (laughs) So next thing you know, Caleb Williams starts to fall. Like, those are the kind of crazy things that happen in the draft, and I don't understand why sometimes as fans, why some folks don't... Like, it's not just going to go... 
Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like something unpredictable always happens. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by the draft and how pe- people deal in definitives. Like this, these are the top, this is what, one, two, three, this is how they're going to go. And it inevitably something happens and just starts shifting things around. And, I, and you know, as far as the quarterbacks go, like, they're all so good, you know? So it's not like, oh, we have to trade up to number one. No, you don't really have to because they're more than good. The the names that Swag just, like, ran down. Like, there's so many good quarterbacks. Like, you don't have to sell the farm to get your franchise quarterback. Like, there is something to be said about being methodical and taking your time and being patient and, like, holding out until the last, you know, minute that you have to. Don't give away everything just to get the one thing you think is going to be it because there are a lot of names on that list that would take the Raiders to oh the, next, gosh, yes. like, the next level. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And I love Hooligan Nation in there says, uh, ask Will Levis about oh, draft predictability. Yeah. Ask Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes was taken 10th, y'all. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, I'm telling you, like, we, there's – this idea that we've got to like, oh my gosh, we got to be so aggressive. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so, man. I don't think so. And I, I think that when you look at the dynamicism of, of, of this quarterback draft, man, I, I think yeah. we're, Michelle, I, I'm, I agree with you. Yeah. I think we're going to be in good shape. Uh, chat room, uh, tell us what you think. Uh, we always love to hear from the chat room and, uh, and and hear your thoughts about that. Vicky Everett is in there. Appreciate you, Vicky. Um, he says, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Deep H2O in there says, uh, talk to me when a draft class is better than 83. Three of them made the Hall of Fame and four played in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm talking about. Like, And I, listen, uh, potential, and man, man, no one knows. I'm not going to sit yeah. here and tell you like, oh, no, this is the draft that's going to be that. It's got the potential. From the depth of this draft in quarterback, it certainly has the potential more so than it has in the past, in, uh, in previous years. Um Let's see. Uh, Jay Salgan there says, can you say there's a plethora of quarterbacks in this year's draft? Class? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there is um, a plethora, a plethora. <laughs> uh, Paul Edgerton <laughs> says, if we get uh, Michael Penix, our right tackle needs to ramp up. Yeah. Cause he's a lefty. Mm. And you know what? I kind of love that idea too. I Me love too, a good lefty. Cause I'm a lefty. <laughs> well, you're a le- and <laughs> too, Kenny yeah. Stabler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenny Stabler's yeah. a lefty man. So I'd love to see a lefty uh, come in and play for the Raiders. That would be super cool. All right. So let's, uh, uh, take a break here, Swag Jeff, and then we're going to get into uh, some more fundamentals before we jump into the Sea of Fans. Let's do it. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Hello, boys and girls. Thanks for joining me here today as your old Uncle Mosh takes us to class. Most of you have heard the phrases Hail Mary, Shotgun, or Onside Kick. But have you ever wondered what the heck a Mike, Sam, or Will linebacker did? Do the phrases Run and Shoot, Bull Rush, and Nickel Dime Packages make you want to go Pooch Punt the Wildcat? Well, you're in luck. My little nephew Murph has a new flea flicker of a segment called Murph Fundamentals, where I ask him a question and he tries to teach this old dog some new tricks all right Raider Nation, this should be fun 
Let's build the schedule for next year. Let's do oh, it. Okay. Okay. Michelle, do you know how the schedule is formulated in the NFL? I, I do not. Jeff, do you know how the schedule is formulated in the Why NFL? Why don't you tell us, Murph? Well, <laughs> <laughs> sound a little condescending. Well, no. I, do you know, Murph? <laughs> Actually, I do. Hey. So there's a couple things that are obvious here. So each team, each team, each team plays twice. Each team. Each team. Been Man, living long. outside of Nashville for a minute. <laughs> Uh, each team plays uh, against each of the other three teams in its division. Once at home, once on the road, right? So there you go. Yep. So you have uh, so three teams in our division. So there's six games that are automatically built out. Each team plays once against each of the four teams from a predetermined division based on a three-year rotation within its own conference. Two at home, two on the road, which is four games. This upcoming year, we will have the NFC North. So that means we're going to play the Ravens, we're going to play the Browns, we're going to play the Steelers, we're going to play the Bengals. And two of those games will be at home, two of those games will be on the road. So you can pencil those games in. Each team plays once against a team from the remaining two divisions within its conference that finished in a similar placement in the final divisional settings in the prior season. One at home, one on the road. So that means we're going to play the Texans, maybe? Uh, or we will play because it's AFC South team is who we're gonna we're gonna play against. Um, and the, so the Titans are finishing last. So we won't play wow. them. So it'll be like the the, the Texans or the uh, who else? Who else is in there? I'll Jags. Get, Jags. Jags. There you go. Thank you. Um, each team plays once against each of the four teams in a predetermined vision based on a four year rotation in the other conference. Two in, two at home and two on the road. So we're going to play a game against the uh, an NFC conference teams. Each team also plays one game against a team from the predetermined vision based on a four-year rotation in the other conference that finished in a similar placement in the final divisional standings in the prior season. So here's what it looks like for the Raiders. If we win next week or this week, we will finish second and get games in 2024 at the Rams and the loser of the Bills and Dolphins Week 18 game and a home game against the second-place AFC South team. Okay? Okay. If we lose and finish third, we will play at the Seahawks and the Jets and host a third-place AFC South team. So that means that the Raiders won't play in Nashville next year, which sucks, so we won't be able to go see the Raiders in Nashville. But... Shout out our good friends at Silver and Black Empire and the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole and all that. There's a shot we could play at the Jets. Now, I don't love the idea of us playing on the road on on the East Coast against the Jets, but there's a shot that we could we could play that. And I and here's but if we win, we got to play the loser of the Bills Dolphins game. So that's going to be a tough one. Um, And then again, we'll, we'll host the AFC South team so anyway so that's how the schedule's built so there you go nice. there you go there, there you, you go, go. which and, and and either one of those teams the the bills or the we've already done that this year yeah you know because yeah, we played them this year, year yep. you know so you know so and we almost beat the dolphins so sure did come on come on with it let's go let's go yep uh how about we hear from them pal yes enough of us for crying out loud holy shit you and your snotty nose and me and my drunken tongue. Oh my gosh. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. He is fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. Hey, what's up, Scott? Hey, Scott. Paul says, "Oh, we might play in London against the Jaguars. Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome, man! So, uh, so shout out, uh, 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 Silver Jag, Black. That UK. would be a, that would be a home game for the Jags because they're gonna, they're going to be there. Well, the, oh, well, yeah. Well, there's a that. ton of Jaguars. Tell us, Paul, but I'm pretty sure there's a crap ton." of Jaguars fans over there in the UK because they were one of the first teams that started playing over there regularly. Wow. And so there's a, a, a an absolute ton of Jaguar fans uh, there in the UK. So that yeah, let us know about that. But that, that, we might have to go. Yeah, now there's a trip. That would be a trip. That would be a trip and a half. I would. <laughs> that would be a trip. That, yeah. Uh, you know, we might need to do that. Michelle, you... well, yeah, I'll, yeah, I vowed I'd never fly over the ocean because I hate flying and the thought of that. You could take a boat, but I would just eat a gummy or something. And yeah, then there you go. Yeah, wake up. You and Val, just oh, how'd I get here? <laughs> oh, well, and get Chris to do that too. She yeah. needs. A, yeah. <laughs> I'll, do that. I'll do that anyway. I guess. Yeah. There you go. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. That yeah. would be so fun. Yeah. We get to meet Paul. Hell yeah. And get to meet Paul. Come on. Come on, dude. All right. Come that on. alone, that alone would Absolutely. be that alone would be worth the trip. Yeah, it'd be less to see the Raiders That's than just right. to go meet yeah, Paul. Just to meet yeah. Less of the Raiders <laughs> and more of Paul is a good thing. Is that, is that what yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and you and you shouted out uh, Scott Gilbranson in there. Scott, how many uh, how many uh, white claw surges are you in tonight? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he only drinks those here. Yeah. So. Oh, is that, oh, that's, that's just a fan cave thing. Yeah, it's a fan cave thing. But hey, but uh, we want to appreciate everybody that is in the chat room. Uh, we love you guys so very very much and we love to hear from you because more of you as jeff said and less of us is a good thing so you can contact the show a uh, a handful of different ways uh one by participating in the chat room or you can send us emails and phone calls and so michelle is going to read the emails which come to us through show oh okay yeah so if you have the e- if you have an email machine mm-hmm. you just go onto it and you type like this yeah s yes h mm-hmm. uh-huh O uh-huh. yeah. W. As in watch us beat the Broncos. Yes. yes. As in win, 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 win. And so show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if we read your email in a definite amount of times. Hey. If we read your email. <laughs> if we read your email in an indefinite amount of times, you could become the next made man or made maiden. Ooh. 
here at Raiders Fan Radio. Is and that what we're calling that now? I kind of like, like that, that, man. I, I kind of like, like that, too. Yeah, shout out Frankie Mosqueda yeah. and uh, Jesus of Alum Rock with that idea to go Maid Maidens. Wow. And so I like the Maid Maiden. So you can become the next Maid Man or Maid Maiden uh, by sending us an indefinite amount of emails or calling us at 909-345-3346. We love you guys so very much for contacting the show. And enough of me, Michelle, who do we got tonight? <laughs> All right, so... The first one's from Vicky, who, and I think she sent hey. this right after the show last oh, Wednesday. Nice. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. okay. I'm going to start with, I freaking love you guys. Aww, I don't get to watch many too. shows live, but I always watch them later. I love that you support such a worthy cause and can be so freaking funny. I get to continue learning from you and some of the great content creators out here on YouTube, uh, Silver and Black and Mount Sh- Shieldmore, to name a few. I get a little intimidated to speak about football because I just started learning the game about 10 years ago, and the one I talked football with passed away last February. Oh, I'm sorry Aww, to hear that. I hate to hear that. And I am now the only football fan in my circle of friends. I grew up in San Diego and was an ignorant Chargers fan by proxy. When they started to throw temper tantrums because we wouldn't build them their own stadium, I formed a hatred for them. Then when I finally started to learn the game, after a few years, I decided I needed to pick my team. Watching Charger games as a kid, I was always fascinated with the amount of energy and pure loyalty that I always saw from the fans, and I always heard them called the nation. I decided at this point I really wanted to become part of this community. This is when they were still in Oakland, and I moved to Fernley, Nevada. The team proudly announced that they were moving to Vegas. Yes, my team followed me to, <laughs> to Nevada. I love that. I love I love it. It. But on the last two games... I was dumbfounded and in utter shock at what I was seeing during the Chokers game and was jumping up and down while watching the Chiefs game. I can't wait to see the Colts game Sunday. Sad for that because um, we didn't win. But anyway, yours yeah. truly, Vicki Everett. So, hey! Nice job, Vicki Everett. Hey. Very cool. Next, we have... Uh, keep, keep those coming, Vicky. Yeah. We need yeah. a maiden. We need maiden. a maiden maiden. Yeah. Okay, so next we have Vegas Pete. Vegas for Pete. Hey, Pete. First off, Happy New Year. We made it another trip around our local star. Some of it fueled by Dad Juice, right? <laughs> Taylor Swag, that's for you. Nice. I mean, Swag Jeff, <laughs> that song needs music or to be burned. I can't decide. The Strange Raiders <laughs> season finally will be coming to an end. I really felt like two separate seasons, didn't it? Or it really felt like two separate seasons, didn't it? We got tricked by McDaniels. Didn't it? Treated. <laughs> didn't oh, it? Oh, no. Yeah. Don't start that. When we go, though, we will practice. Oh, we will practice. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah, exclusively yeah. speak in uh, that yeah, tone yeah. for the entire time. <laughs> yeah, same, same. We got tricked by McDaniels, <laughs> treated by Pierce on Halloween. I really and you won't have some soccer hooligans kick your ass for it either. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I'll just point to Paul and be like, he told me to do it. No, I'd um, fit right Right, right. <laughs> Sound like a local. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's it. I've been working on it. Coach Pierce, he does so many things well. Nailed Lamont it. loves it. I just walk around the house just speaking in a cockney accent. My only criticism is his undying loyalty to Pharma for Jimmy. <laughs> what did that what did that slay me? That was so stupid. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, sorry. Let me go back to the beginning of the sentence. My only criticism <laughs> criticism is I haven't had any alcohol, and I'm real, maybe I need alcohol to read these. Right? Uh, What's yeah. happening? My only criticism is his undying like Dr. loyalty. Dr. Johnny Fever over there. Give <laughs> some booze, and she operates quicker. It's true. Jimmy might have right, pulled right. out a few games. <laughs> Turns out Steelers and Texans won Sunday, so playoffs were kaput anyways. Unlike other seasons, though, we don't need a total overhaul, just some fine-tuning at quarterback. 
Move Parham to center. Move Illuminor to guard. Draft or sign a right tackle. Jacobs better not hold out again. If he returns because we can clearly fill his shoes. Cheaper. Who saw the defense being the driving force? Only a few tweaks needed. 51 Coons is going to ask for Dodger money, I bet. Murph, one guy I thought nobody is talking about is Murray from the cards. They may want one of those quarterbacks in the draft since they <laughs> they pick high, and we couldn't get him. He's mobile and an electric playmaker. Yeah, and freaking $58 million yeah. or something like right. Nah, man. I, That's they're they're handcuffed. Yeah. The Cardinals are stuck yeah. with Kyler Murray. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate the comment. I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit on your comment, but like, uh, <laughs> I, I, that's, a, that's, a, that's a stretch. Yeah. I still remember him beating us by himself running around last season. <laughs> I loved Heisman winners, which I think he was. I prefer him over fields for sure. Let's whip the donkeys, remind them who owns them, and look forward to the Super Bowl, which is here in Vegas this year, only 40-some days from now. If any of you volunteers from Nashville come out to the game, I can meet up at Tommy Rockers, which isn't far from the stadium on Dean Martin. I'm glad I started watching and donating. I hope you keep doing shows in the offseason because I can't be the only one who goes into Raider withdrawals, can I? Speaking of the Super Bowl, I think the 49ers and the Ravens are in the class of playoffs and likely on a collision course, don't you think? As long as it's not Kermit and the uh, and the crybaby Swifty, I don't give a Oops. beep. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Not even JT the Brick or Q Meyer show is as cool, or who's a cool dude that you can hear on Las Vegas Sports um, Network make it any better could mm, makes it any better on the weekdays. Oh, he was giving us a shout out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. He should be. Mm, what? Mm, I'm struggling here. Oh, there we go. Sorry. There <laughs> you got this, Michelle. <laughs> well, there's there's some there's some punctuation missing, so I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Football. So not that this I'm trying where, to dump it on somebody else, but this is where Uncle Mosh would start yelling. He'd be yeah. like, I can't read this. <laughs> They're very good. Give them a listen. It just reminds us though that Max has left the building for a week only knowing ninety eight. He should be defensive player of the year. Koontz most improved in the NFL this year. Oh, well, why am I crying? I live in Las Vegas. Mark will do us right. Nobody loves the Raiders more than him. You should try to book him for an interview. See if he'll talk about who the coach might be. Now, that would be cool. Oh, my gosh. That'd be awesome. Vegas Pete. It's the year of the Woodson, Michelle, 2024. Oh, yes. Oh. Sorry, guys. I struggled on that one. Pete, if you're in the chat, I murdered that, and I apologize. You're doing great. All right, well, this one's a little shorter. So this is Daniel Mangus. Uh, get the button ready. Okay. Dear RFR. Well, <laughs> Oops, not that one. Well, go. that's it for our playoff chances. Once again, you NFL. Jones was not offsides, but it's fine. AP keeps receipts, and next year you'll be forced to acknowledge us. Now, the best thing the Raiders can do is go kick the donkey's ass, because remember, Broncos ain't shit. They're truly the bottom feeders of the division next to the Chargers. This team is different than week one and have the ability to slap the taste and ride the donkeys all game long. Here's to hoping that happens. Happy 2024, RFR crew. Daniel Mangus, proud main man, two-time Gemini Man Award winner. Nice. That one rolled off the tongue. That's a little bit easier. Okay, next is James Williams. Happy New Year, family. I must say I am disappointed, but not surprised. I have multiple reasons to be disappointed. First and foremost, the loss in Indianapolis. It's unfortunate that the offense is inept the entire season. One of the many reasons why the Raiders didn't make the playoffs and have another losing season. 
During the last couple of weeks, the question as whether or not AOC can be QB1 is answered. The answer is no. Good young man, and he is a Raider, but at the least, number two. Getting the franchise quarterback is priority number two this offseason. Another thing I'm disappointed about, but not surprised, is Raider friends changing like the wind. This is so exhausting. Last week, Antonio Pierce was our guy. Yeah, our guy up until about 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sunday. Now most want Jim Harbaugh. Although I want AP, and of course it's not my decision to make, I have to show support to whatever Mark decides to do. I must say the possible consequences we face with the hiring of Jim Harbaugh. He is going to want full control of everything. We have been down that road before, and it didn't work. Not saying it won't be different with Harbaugh. Are we sure veterans are willing to play for a college coach? Free agents will have that in mind when looking um, at Vegas. Not sure Devontae Adams is going to want to stay with a complete rebuild. I say rebuild because Harbaugh is coming in with his own people and the entire staff will be replaced. Also, with Jim Harbaugh walking into a situation without a QB1, J.J. McCarthy will be the starter in 2024. This might be painful for some years or it might work. If AP and Champ is let let go or let go, I thank them for what they did for us. Raiders still went to KC and beat those bastards. Looking forward to listening to this week's genius and entertaining show. Aww. Love y'all. James Williams, Proud Made Man. Ah, thank you, James. Thank you, James. Wow, you do a brilliant show. Uh, brilliant. That's high genius. praise right there. Genius, genius. and yeah. brilliant. So. Holy wow. cow. That's good. Thank you, James. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Set your standards <laughs> higher, pal. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> or don't. You know, and keep it. We, hey, but we oh, yeah, appreciate the, the compliments, us. man. Thank you so We're much. We're about to start James Williams fan radio. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah. Love that guy. I'm okay. going to get JW1 on my license plate. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is T-Hom. Hey, T-Hom. Happy New Year, Raider Nation. And so, we have to wait for one more year. We had guarded optimism going into the season, even though many sports writers said we would only win three or four games. The McDaniels project was always one that was sitting on thin ice until the weight of the McDumbass way simply proved <laughs> to be too much and plummeted the Raiders into an icy bath on Halloween night with a 3-5 and five record. Up to that point, we could have very easily been 5-3 and three with wins over Schittsburg and Chicago. <laughs> However, the silver lining that came from the low point we were all feeling after the Lions game was the emergence of Antonio Pierce. What a breath of fresh air. And though he has not been tremendously consistent as a head coach, the defense has shown dramatic improvement, and that side of the ball is even scoring touchdowns. As of now, Pierce has a 4-4 record and can extend the Raiders' mastery over the Donkeys with one more win uh, to close out the season. Now, beyond the season. First order of business, bring Champ Kelly on as the new official GM of the Come Las on. Vegas Raiders. Then hire a director of football operations. I've been pounding the table for Lewis Riddick, although other names have surfaced as well. Let those two individuals meet and determine the future of the head coaching position. If it were me, I'd go ahead and remove the interim tag from Pierce right away, but I understand that there's a process, and that's what should be followed. The new head coach should then select his new offensive coordinator. I'm fine with Bo staying on as a quarterback's coach, but ultimately that is the call the permanent head coach needs to make. Let's see what shakes out during free agency. Lots of discussion will be had. Jimmy G, bye. Hoyer, bye. Brandon Parker, bye. Brandon Bolden, bye. Marcus Epps, bye. And that's just off the top. Uh, not Marcus Epps. Leave Marcus Epps alone. Okay. Rest of the names on that list. Are, yeah, we're good. Delete, 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 delete. Okay, he's gone. As Al Davis once <laughs> famously said. <laughs> it's like that scene with, with the movie. He goes, F you, F you, F you, you're cool. And F you, I'm out. Yeah. As Al Davis once famously said, the prime thing is you have to win. 
Let's finish out strong at home with a win against the Donkeys, claim our spot in the division standings, and move forward. We'll talk about the quarterback and running back positions a lot during the offseason. I have definite thoughts now, but those can wait. Before the season, I said a floor of seven wins and a ceiling of nine. Honestly, I thought both Denver and Vegas would go into the final games with an 8-8 eight and eight record, with the winner possibly flirting with that seventh and final playoff spot. I said the Chiefs would finish with 12 wins, off on that one, and I said that the Chargers would crash and burn and fall into last place, and boy, have they crashed. Anyway, the season will soon be in the rearview mirror, and we can focus on having fun, celebrating our Raider fandom every day, supporting the One Nation Foundation, and continuing to watch the rise of the franchise, because I do believe we are moving in the right direction. And even if the Lions were to win the Super Bowl this year, I still wouldn't trade my Raiders fandom for that of a caged kitty cat. And as for the Chiefs, Josh from the 703 says it better than anyone else. Man. F. The Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) I know the button ready. I don't want the beat button anymore. I don't want the beat button anymore. I just want F. (laughs) (laughs) That's what, that's, don't touch that button again. When I do this, F. 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 I put extra syllables in that shit too. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everyone, and stay proud. Tihom, the assistant to the assistant of the GM of show episode numbers. Proud made man, Gemini award winner 2022, and personal friend of the Raider karaoke kid. Hey, nicely done. Got T Hom. Oh, I don't, I don't know who this is. I, I don't know. I'll have to go look at the email because I don't think there's a name. But okay. anyway, I'll, I'll read it. Well, Michelle, it's all over. No Super Bowl. No 13 wins. No playoffs. It's all just a memory. But it was. Oh, I think this might be Hooligan. Okay. Uh, maybe. Um. I do want to touch on a few. Th- no, wait. But it was a hell of a ride. And as part of Raider Nation for four decades, it's what I've come to expect. The ups, the downs, the not knowing what the next week might bring. I feel like I wouldn't have it any other way. I do want to touch on a few things. Jack Jones was not offsides, but the call was the call. So you get over it and continue to play. But he didn't cost us that game. I don't know. Number two. I don't know if AP will get the gig, but if he does, I'm all in. If he doesn't, I'll be all in on whoever gets the gig. Until then, I'm going to ride with the boys in the hood because it's way more fun. Number three, I think Hunter is gone. Wouldn't be shocked if we moved yeah. on from JJ. I think we need to yeah. make sure. Yeah, I think so too. And I love the guy, but yeah. he didn't do a whole lot. So yeah. I think he's getting hurt. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we need to make sure we keep Koontz. That man looks to be the bookend to Crosby we've been dreaming of. Anyway, one more week, one more chance to beat up on the donkeys. So let's go. Until next time, you're all. Oh, it is just a hooligan. Always hopeful hooligan saying, just win, baby. Nice. Nice. Time, hooligan Nation. All right, then we have Paul. Paul. Oh, yes, yeah, Paul. Evening, everybody. Hello, Paul. Hello. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Happy 2024 <laughs> to you all. <laughs> 2023 went out with a whimper, didn't it? A disappointing result and another game we should have won. For me, the defeat was down to coaching. I'm not blaming any one person, though. It was mistakes brought about by a lack of experience in key areas at key times. Everybody seemed undercooked and a little flat in the first half, which was a shock after the game in Kansas City. And there was no way AOC4 should have thrown 47 passes on the night, especially against the number 28th ranked run defense in the league. But we knew the deficiencies were still there, despite the positives we've seen recently. And it's nothing that can't be fixed in the offseason. We need to finish off the regular season now with a big win against the Donkeys on Sunday and take some positivity into the offseason. Then there are five things that need to be checked off the list as soon as possible. One, hire Champ Kelly as GM. Two, hire AP as head coach. 
Three, keep Patrick Graham at all costs. Sign him to an extension and give him the incentives to stay, maybe even an assistant head coach position to run alongside his current role. Four, hire an experienced offensive coordinator, preferably with some head coaching experience. Five, sort out the quarterback, either by moving up in the draft or trading for Justin Fields then getting a quarterback in the draft as early as possible. Simple, isn't it? I'm disappointed at the amount of people who've turned on Antonio Pierce since Sunday. For Come me, on. he's still very much the man for the job. Regardless of the result against Denver, we need to let him build his own Raiders and give him the chance to prove himself. Going down the Harbaugh route would be a disaster. We've just had two head coaches who thought they were bigger than the organization, so can we leave the control freaks, dinosaurs, and big egos alone, please? My only exception to this would be for Mike Tomlin, but he ain't leaving the Steelers oh, anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. And shut that guy yeah. up with 17 Dude, straight seasons yeah. with a winning record? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Man. I understand the frustration of another season without football in January, but this time it's different because the positivity around the organization. We've gone into many an offseason having the work really hard to convince ourselves that things were going to be better, not this year. Providing the right appointments are made, we could be about to see the biggest sleeping giant in sports finally wake up. So be angry and frustrated, but don't lose sight of where we could be in less than 12 months at a, in less than 12 months time. I personally don't believe we're that far from being a contender in the AFC West. Andy Reid has only got one more year in him, if that. The Broncos' finances are out of control, and the Chargers are the usual overrated crap every year. Now is the time to place the final pieces of our jigsaw and go for it. Be aggressive in free agency and the draft. Get the guys we want, not poor imitations, and kick ass. And finally... Finally! 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 I've heard and read this week that some believe that there's nothing to play for this weekend. Okay, there's no playoffs at stake, but surely shoving one up the ass of the donkey still means something. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the donkeys come with their own brand of filth that needs to be put in its place. We all remember that goofy idiot Elway and the obnoxious Terrell Davis, plus many, many more from the back from back in the day. So I don't want to hear anybody say Sunday doesn't matter. It comes with the territory. If you're Raider Nation, then you hate this collection of inbred idiots. <laughs> One last effort for the year, then unleash Houston Raider Steve. Stay safe, our family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019-2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man. Five-time, 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 times three. Plus one. Winner of the Raider Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Nice and done. Paul? 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 Darn right you are. And if you mm -hmm. want to be like Paul, you can send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. You can also contact us in the chat room at YouTube.com slash RaidersFanRadio. Or you can call the show. And now it's time to get into the voicemails. And you can call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And if we play your message three or more times, you could become the next made man or made maiden. 
in here at Raiders Fan Radio. So let's first off check in with our... I didn't edit these, so there's some F-bombs in here. So if you got wee ears <laughs> in the car, it's time for headphones. Or not headphones, uh, earmuffs. Uh, let, so let's check. Yeah. <laughs> why did that... In my, in my brain, that just went more like the, the, the Tyson thing. F. Uh, and so, you know what I mean? <laughs> Did the key thing. F. Now key. Now key. Uh, <laughs> now E. <F. laughs> now key. All right, let's check in with our buddy in Missouri. He is Jay in St. Louis. Michelle, Jeff, Murph. It's over. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just got home from the game. I drove back. Oh. And Ouch. I'm not going to blame the penalties on Jack Jones, both of them, even though the pass interference wasn't real. I was in the fucking end zone. I hey. saw it. The ball was out of bounds. F. I am going to get mad at Pierce, though, for that first half. The end of the first half. What the hell, man? You had 50 seconds. You punted them the ball with 50 seconds, and they run it, and you didn't even call timeout. The second he didn't call timeout immediately, I looked at my father, and I'm like, I got to go. I got to go hit my vape like 17 times. What are you doing? And as I'm walking back, I hear timeout by the Raiders with 11 seconds left. Bro, what the fuck? That <laughs> right there, that type of poor time management is exactly how you don't get the head coaching job. And I'm not saying I don't want him to. I do. But you're not going to get it when you make boneheaded plays like that. When you make offensive play calls on third and one and you do gimmick plays instead of running the ball against a shit running defense. But what the fuck do I know? I'm just a fan sitting in the, sitting in the stadium looking over to the Colts fans next to me being like, hey, this is going to be a run up the middle. Hey, this is going to be a dumb screen pass. And they're dumbfounded that I'm able to call every play. Well, it's easy when you have elementary school people picking Madden plays to run an NFL team. That being said, Indianapolis was banging. Raiders fans showed out, and we had a blast. If you can ever go to an away game, I highly recommend it because you'll always find people from all over. I found people from 18 different states last night. Anyway, Raider Nation for life. Love y'all. Peace. Nice. Oh, here's Jay. So speaking of the made men and made maidens, okay, that was Jay's third call. Oh, hey. nice. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. Nice job, Jay. 
We appreciate you, my friend, and welcome to the table, and welcome to the to part being part of the crew here at Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, yeah, man, keep them coming. And uh, if you want to be uh, jump in and be part of the crew, all you got to do is leave a message three times. Appreciate you, my man. All right, next up, let's hear from our buddy. So we're going from St. Louis all the way up to the Pacific Northwest. Let's check in with our buddy Storm. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Storm right after the game. Still pretty pissed about that one last Colts drive, and the rest fucking us over blatantly. Um, they screwed us out of a playoff spot, guaranteed. But it is what it is at this point, you know. The Raiders have lost. And I just wanted to call in with my thoughts on Antonio Pierce getting the job. We'll see what happens next week versus the Broncos. But I think we can officially say now that AP can't just out right be handed the job anymore. If he had made the playoffs, I think he was going to just – we were just going to roll with him. And now he has to actually go through with the interviews, and Mark Davis is going to take a look around. I still want AP as our head coach moving forward, but it's pretty clear at this point that we need a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback. AP still needs to do some learning and stuff, um, but hopefully he has the connections to bring in a strong offensive coordinator. And obviously he has that connection with Jaden Daniels or something at quarterback, you know. We need a new quarterback. AOC isn't it. Um, I admire the way he played out there. I thought it was gutsy. But it's pretty clear at this point. Like, he's he's a backup, maybe a high-end level starter. And so we just uh, – going into this offseason, we need a strong plan at those two spots. And that's if AP gets job. And, you know, I don't really want a Jim Harbaugh. I don't want John Gruden back. Oh, but, hell no. you know, if, if there's a better candidate, maybe. And, I again, I'm still rooting for AP, but that's sort of my sort of thoughts on it. It's tough out to miss on the postseason. I hate the way we competed today, but – you know what? Maybe it was inevitable since we uh, we it was such a we had such an emotionally charged Christmas game. I'm looking. That, I think the Raiders do need to go up and draft a quarterback. We last drafted a quarterback in the first round in like 2007 or something. Can't be afraid. Cannot be afraid to go up and draft a guy this year. And you know what? Going forward, that will also be a Coach AP's biggest uh, test this offseason or in the coming seasons if he gets hired. Is can he develop a quarterback? We've seen him develop defensive players. Haven't seen it on offense. And that also is what doomed us this season, having inexperienced players and play callers on offense. So that's going to be the key for his tenure moving forward if he gets the job. Still rooting for him. Still on Coach AP, team Coach AP on that bus, but that's sort of what it is. Now, just my thoughts. Uh, yeah, we'll beat the Broncos next week. We get the shit about draft position. Come on. <laughs> nice job, Storm. So he brought up something there we hadn't talked about tonight, and that is there's a listen. There's been rumors that holy cow Gruden could be considered for not. I don't think a head coaching position, but I think that there are, are discussions around. We what, what is one of the big things we've talked about in some of the callers and, and emailers tonight about having a, a VP of football operations, mm. and could that be somebody like John Gruden? If if it's a front office capacity. I can sort of see it because we know the affinity that Mark Davis has with Gruden. We know the trust that he has in Gruden. I don't, I just, I no. don't, I don't love it no matter what. I keep sp- Gruden sure as a personal shit, not confidant, as a, you know, keep him as your personal confidant, but yeah. no, keep him no. the F away from yeah. the draft board. <laughs> Come on. The end. Yeah. The end. Cause that's the thing is I don't know if a guy, Michelle, like Gruden, I don't know if he can handle being, a back seat. You know what I mean? So if you he bring him can't. into the building, yeah. he's automatically going to start trying to assert his influence over things. And I, this, we've moved past that. Yeah. I, this, I think as a franchise, we have long 
outgrown the need for a guy like John Gruden. It's right. just, yeah. I, I think that's ultimately what it comes no, down to. A thousand percent. I, the, I don't want to say like the games passed him by, but yeah, a, someone in the emails said something about dinosaurs. Like, I, yeah, I don't, that's a damn I dinosaur. Think that's point, a dinosaur. Yeah. We've passed him by. We, yeah. Maybe not yes. the game, but we yeah, have. We have like, yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're at a different spot. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge. No, yeah. anyone who's saying that is also a dinosaur. Yeah, you're just you're trying to cling to something yeah, so far right. into the past. And, yeah. and listen, we've already seen, you know, what the recency of that looks like. And I know that the team was headed in a direction that was, I would say it was, it was positive. I mean, sure. it wasn't great, yeah, but it wasn't bad. Uh, but it wasn't like he was setting the world on fire yeah. as the head coach of this football team. And, and considering the fingerprints that he has on the, had on the draft at the time, I, I just think it would be a major oversight, it would be a major mistake. And it would be like, you know, because I've, I've heard some of the criticisms about Jim Harbaugh and being like, well, you can't bring him back to the NFL because, you know, he spent so much time away from the game. No, he hasn't. He's a head coach of the freaking going to potentially be the national champions yeah. in, in NCAA football and brought that program back to heights that it hadn't seen in an awful long time. Dude is in the trenches for what it is. And John Gruden came out of the booth yeah. for nine years or whatever the hell it was. It's apples and oranges. It's apples and potatoes. It ain't even close to the same right. thing. So bringing Gruden back at this point, I think is an incredibly out of touch you know, type of thing. And so isn't he still suing? I was going to say, I was going to say yeah. that. Well, thank you. Like, yeah. 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 What, what, like what, what, what benefit would come of that? You know, yeah. we, we talk about the NFL hates the Raiders and all. what do you think is going to happen if we bring come John on. Gruden in, in any capacity? And he's got the potential to bring Goodell down. Oh yeah. Oh, like this isn't even sure. like, it is, it's not like he's got like a contract dispute or something. He's got some shit because we don't know what was in those 185,000 mm. emails that were yeah. covered up and lobbied against the Raiders in order to, 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 to target John Gruden right. for whatever reason, which we still don't know. But there's going to be if 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 we get I forget what the 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 the, the law term is behind it, discovery. Oh. Oh. If they get granted discovery and they crack this thing open, I'm, it, I well, this is this and I'm not a conspiracy guy. But I'm telling you, this shit runs. They will do everything they possibly can to cover it up. Because if there's anything that, despite some of the the ugliness that was going on with the Washington football team, you know, and the way that the employees were being treated and all that kind of stuff. But if there's anything that indicates that there's any sort of a fixing or there's any, and I'm not even talking about like being like, I'm not that big of a conspiracy theorist to think there's like some mastermind script or everything. But if there's some sort of a negative influence that was brought by gambling or that was brought by favoritism or any kind of, as soon as the league loses its integrity, the shit's over. Yeah. And this is where when, um, I forget who I was having a conversation with the other day about the um, the officiating crew that, um, uh, that, that um, what was the, the big call that just got blown here? The lion or oh, the reporting lions. eligible. The reporting yeah. eligible. And so the NFL swiftly, and, and they yeah. did the right thing, came in and downgraded that officiating crew and said, you cannot be eligible to officiate in the playoffs. Yeah. That was the right thing for the NFL to do. Because as soon as the integrity of these games falls into question, and I'm not talking about conspiracy theory yeah. question, but I'm talking about when it's tangible, when you know that there is something that has been fixed or done to promote one team or one player or whatever else, guess what? This shit over. 
Yeah. Right. It's over. Yeah. And that's why I think that like a lot of the people that have the theories behind it, I think it's a misstep because if that ever got exposed, then it's a done deal. Though yeah. I'm not rooting for the NFL anymore. Right. I'll just watch WWE because yeah. I love WWE. Yeah. Like I'll just watch that and be be fine. I'm not gonna. I don't need to have that in my football. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I think that if, if there's a potential for that, the NFL is gonna yeah. freaking. And that's that's the kind of um, uh, severity. Mm that we're looking at with this Gruden case. Totally. So, so why would Mark Davis put why, that target on his on. back or on the Raiders back? Like that just, yep. it just, and it, I, anyone who's calling for him to be brought back into the organization is not paying attention or doesn't care or doesn't think it's real or doesn't think or whatever. Cause you said, if I think it, I don't want to say it's, it's certainly, but there are some things in there that they don't want. They don't yep. want to have exposed to be seen. Yeah. Uh-uh. So they're doing they're everything in their power Gruden to, to check yes. for whatever the hell he. That's and what's he gonna need happen. It, though that's the thing, and well, he's that that's guy true too. that's like, you know what? He got a few money F- now. You, yeah, that is he's true. Got, he does. He does not need that money. So now it's like, let me stick it to these. They they did this to me. They brought my career would, down. I'm gonna bring it yeah, all down with me. I, yeah, yep. and I could totally see him doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Don't bring no. Don't bring that. Don't bring that nah, mess around. We don't, we, and we I don't, think Mark Davis is, would yeah. never do. You know, yeah. call him on your personal phone, but no, yep. he, I don't think he would ever. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a vibrator in the chat room says that was me. <laughs> we were we were talking about. So uh, Valerie and I don't typically <laughs> chop it up about football, but uh, but but we were talking about that and about how important it is that the freaking the NFL. Every sports league, every competitive sports league has to maintain its integrity. Right. It's so critical because like for real, like if you're if you don't have the integrity of your games, then what do you have? Yeah. You got nothing. And got things no- have already started getting weird. Not weird, but like the the lines are like there's there have been calls where you're just like, okay, uh, okay, clearly y'all wanted to push this game in this. It just it has been getting and I don't want to sound like one of those people either, but it it is, it just yeah. is like well, this is like what we talk about the Raiders all the time, being above reproach. Right. Don't give them an opportunity exactly. to question. Because if if you give the opportunity yep. to question, then the questions are going to remain valid. That's right. That's right? it. You know That's what I mean? It. As wild yeah. as speculation and thoughts and all that kind of stuff yeah. can be. As long as you give it room to breathe, it's going to freaking exist. That's and right. so that's why I thought it was so important for the for the NFL to shut this thing down. And again, we'll see where this, this Gruden thing goes. Yeah. But man, I it's wild. You know what? And I kind of uh I'm not a defeatist and I don't root for, 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 and listen, I want, I love, we tattoo the Raiders and the NFL on our bodies for crying out loud. We love this stuff. So I don't want to see it fail, but if there's something that's a foot, if strength things are a foot at the circle K, yeah, I want it to come out. <laughs> yeah. Blow oh, it yeah. up. Blow Let's the shit it. up. Let's see it. Like yeah. for real, like br- blow it the F up. And then we can rebuild with something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we got the formula. We got the product. We know what it can look like. Yeah. So if there is some some nefarious acts going on behind the scene, then just freaking yeah. burn it all down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll rebuild it into something else. You know what I'm saying? Because, yep. ugh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I ain't even think, thinking about it. But, man, it's... it's uh, Again, as long as you, you give it opportunity to breathe, mm-hmm. uh, it can be there. All right. So good... St- hey, Storm. Come on, Storm. Great call. Great call. All right, we got a couple more to get to before we get out of here for tonight. Let's check in with our buddy in the 559. He is Jacob in Fresno. Murph, Jeff, Michelle, 
This is Jacob from Fresno. Hi, and I got to tell you guys, I'm pretty down bad. I don't have much to say this week. Uh, but uh, my grandpa does, so I'll, put, I'll go ahead and put him on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello, Raiders fan radio. This is Grandpa Raider. I've been a Raider fan since 1970. Who's he I think that we're going to do it all this year. We're going all the way to the bowl. No, Grandpa, we can't. What? <laughs> Well, apparently the NFL's trying to say the Raiders can't go, but I think we got a thing or two up our sleeves. I think that uh, we're going to score a thousand points this week, and that's going to make up for the loss in, in uh, times two and flipper do. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Let me put your feet back in. Sorry. Sorry, guys. All right, Grandpa, just go back in the corner. That's it. <laughs> I'm so corner. sorry, guys. This guy has been. What a Christmas it's been. <laughs> oh, I mean, we got the chase, didn't we? That was pretty great. Uh, but you know what, guys? Let's think about this. Bright side. Bright side. AP has the chance to go 3-0 in the West. Let's focus on next week. We've got the Broncos coming to Vegas. Let's get them. Let's get them, Raider Nation. Let's get the Broncos, and hopefully somehow we still get a good draft pick. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's all going to work. But uh, sell the house. I don't care. Let's get somebody. Raiders. Oh, my gosh. Jacob from Fresno. This poor grandpa. I put him in the corner. Oh, my gosh. Holy like, cow. Poor guy. Jacob, he can't get enough. He's got to call back. Oh, okay. Hey, guys, Jacob from Fresno again. I just wanted to say, hey, I realized I misspoke. I said that AP had the chance to go 3-0 and in the West. We did lose one to the Chiefs while he was coached, but we looked pretty good doing it. All right? So that's all I got, I guess. What's going on? Grandpa, it is 2024. It's too late for that. What's happening with Jacob? Is he drowning his grandpa All right. in the tub? Love you guys. Peace out. What's happening? Jordan Ford says nobody puts grandpa in the corner. Tell him. Jacob from uh, Fresno does. Oh my yeah, he does. gosh. Uh, he all out of control. All right, next up, let's head down to Alabama and check in with our buddy Josh in the 703. What's up, fam? Well, defense, they showed up. Playing all right, game. Offense, trash. <laughs> uh, but me and the family had a great time, man. It was really good being there. Ain't gonna lie, that Lucas Oil Stadium—that's a really nice stadium. Can't hope one day to go to the uh, to Legion Stadium. But I mean, seasons—you know—with playoffs, with the stuff. But I really want us to go 
beat the Broncos. And on a high note, I still believe in Antonio Pierce. Um, you know, I just – our offense all year has been what's hurt us, and that's what kept biting us. I'm not going to lie. You're sitting there watching the game, and it's like, come on, we need an interception or a fumble, mm. you know, and, and – the defense can do the best it can, but, you know, you can't expect plays like that to happen every single time. Sometimes you've got to – your offense has to go out there and put up points. And, honestly, it felt like the offense was praying the defense would, you know, bail it out. Um, you know, glad Devontae Adams was getting catches and stuff like that, but it's just it's, – it's not enough. You've got to go put points on the board. You know, and, I mean, yeah, the, the defense gave up some quick some quick scores, but – and they really pretty much buckled down and held them for a while. You know, that's when you got to take advantage of that, take those opportunities. Um, oh, man, and we're on our way back, and I think, oh, I saw the, you know, Murfreesboro's on the way, so I'm like, oh, let me go stop at the Minicos. Keep hearing about it. Can't wait to try it. Oh, nice. And I get there, and it's closed. Oh, oh damn. my God. Damn. It's a bummer. That's my fault. We we drove on New Year's Day to get home because I figured I'd avoid oh. most of the traffic, and I was right. I was, it was pretty move. smooth getting home, but just wasn't able to get some at Domenico. So oh, I love y'all, man. You know, end of the season's coming up. It's been a fun ride, but you know what it is. Man, fuck the donkey. Love it. So, hey, he brought up something very interesting about Devontae Adams. And first off, Josh, thank you for your call, man. Great yes. call, as always. Yeah. Devontae Adams has uh, has his second games this season for the Raiders with 13 or more catches this last week. Because he meant, talked about all the balls uh, Devontae yeah. was catching. 13 or more catches, two touchdowns. He only had three before this season, twice in 2020 and once in 2016. Uh, despite 500 less yards oh. than in 2022, Devontae Adams' 98 receptions in 2023 ranks fifth best all-time and two less than last year's 100. Devontae should become the only Raider ever with 200 or more catch seasons next week versus Denver. This week versus Denver. Yep. He needs two. Oh. He yep. only needs two. Oh, damn. So as of right now, when we look at the, the way that it breaks down, um, Devontae Adams, in, in terms of receptions, he's got 98. The most ever in a season is who, Jeff? Do you know for the Raiders? For the Raiders, that would be... Uh... It's somebody you wouldn't think. At least I didn't. I mean, I mean, I, I knew it as soon as I... It's, like I always recent, it's recent, right? It's recent. It's, it's like Darren Waller or something. It, like oh, boy, let's go, Jeff! Nice. Yeah. Let's go. Yes, it is Darren Waller. 107 receptions. In 2020, Timmy Brown, which is always the name that comes into my head when it comes to right. receiving records for the Raiders, had 104. Of and course, Hunter, Hunter Renfro, Renfro. who yep. doesn't exist anymore, ah. had 103. And then Devontae had 100 uh, in 2022 last year, and then 98 so far this year. So I don't think there's So if a, he gets 10 catches, he has the record. There's a shot. Wow. There's a shot. He did Absolutely. it last week. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, And then something else interesting about uh, Devontae with this last outing he passed former Raiders wide receiver who is also on the finalist for the NFL Hall of Fame and get it right, NFL Hall of Fame. Art Powell. Art Powell for his all-time multi-receiving touchdown games uh, with his 23rd game with multiple receiving touchdowns. 
Devontae moved into seventh all-time in the NFL in that category. He also has the most uh, performances of such since 2014. So now, granted, a lot of those would happen uh, as Packer, as a Packer. Oh, oh, right. All right, so as a Raider, okay, let's do one more list here before we get this last call and get okay. out of here for the night. As Raiders, who do you think are the, are the, the, the Raiders wide receivers with the, well, actually just receivers, period, with the most receiving Multiple touchdown receiving games. Multiple touchdowns receiving in a game. Pass catchers could be this guy, could be anybody that catches passes. Who had the most games with multiple touchdowns in a game? Can you tell me how many games it was or how many times it happened? Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got the top eight guys. Yeah. But one of the- them we met at the Blitnikoff Foundation in 2019, the first year we went. Swervin Mervin? No. Tight end. Oh, man. Raymond Chester. Oh, Chester. Raymond Chester had six games with multiple touchdowns. Okay? Receiving. Okay. All right? So, Raymond Chester with six. Okay. Right, so, that gives you an idea kind of where the list starts. Okay. And now, think about great Raiders. And is and he just, six? You said he's sixth on the list? He's got number six, and he's last on the list. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's number eight on the list with okay. six Multiple games with touchdowns. Okay. And now just work through the greatest receivers. Tim Brown. There you, number one on the list. Yeah. There you go, Michelle. So Timmy Brown had 19 games with multiple touchdowns in a game. All right, okay. keep it going. Freddie. Freddie B is number four on the list with 12 uh, games where he had multiple touchdowns. Go, Michelle. Oh, I was going to say, Paul said Cliff Branch. Cliff Branch, number two on the list. 15, absolutely. We just talked about who? Eligible for the Hall of Fame this year. Our pal. Our pal with 14. All right, now it gets a little tricky. Okay? Now this will be fun. So there are three names left on the list. One of them is the guy that kicked off this whole conversation. Devontae. Devontae had seven games with multiple touchdowns. All right, and we got two left. One is neither one of you will get it. One of them, if you go back to the days of Daryl LaMonica, you could probably figure it out. Mm -mm. Who are his big targets? Uh, Warren Wells. Warren freaking Wells. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So eight <laughs> on the list. So Warren Wells has eight touch, eight games with multiple touchdowns. And then Ricky freaking Dudley. Oh, damn. Wow. Tight end wow. for the Raiders. Yeah. So your list goes Tim Brown, Cliff Branch, Art Powell, Fred Belenikoff, Warren Wells, Devontae Adams, Ricky Dudley, and Raymond Chester. All oh, that damn. to said, Devontae Adams is pretty freaking good. Pretty freaking good. Well, and like to say this, like I feel like Devontae Adams, like he had a down year. Well, that's the thing. That's he, crazy. So he's like, that's all, crazy. He's going to have more receptions and 500 less yards. That's crazy. Like, dude, like <laughs> he had a like a, he had two touchdown catches in this past game. But like what he had only like five for the whole season. Like, I mean, that's a down year for it's a Tay. Down year for but year. like, yeah. but it's still like one of the best Raider performances of all time. Absolutely. Like, Isn't that crazy? That's wow. crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. Dude's legit, man. Yeah, yeah he, he is. is. So so the answer somebody asked earlier in the uh, in the chat room, will we trade Devontae? Oh, hell uh, no. 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 Hell no, we're not. No, hell no. 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 He's gonna be a Raider for life. Yeah. The, the end. Uh you leave Devontae alone. All right, next up, let's uh, hit our last call tonight. He is our buddy down in Houston. We call him the Houstonian because he is yes. full of so much amazing information about the Raiders. He is Houston Raiders Steve. Earth, Marsh, Flag, Jeff, Nation, Red Men, Red Women. 
Happy New Year. Hey. Okay, we're not going to the playoffs, but hopefully we won't get hardball. We have to have Antonio Pierce as our coach, in my opinion. Time for the donkey song. <laughs> let me ride that donkey, donkey. 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 Please. 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 Let me ride that donkey, donkey. 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 Please, please, please. Oh. All I can say is, let's go out and take out the Broncos. Get second place. Worry about your draft position. And Antonio Pierce, we trust. Happy New Year, everybody. It's going to be a great year for us. Looking forward. Still got the best stadium in the league, the best fans. And see you later, Donkey. Go back to the barnyard with green jeans and Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. boy, Steve. Come on, Steve. Love it. love it. We love Houston Raiders, Steve. All right, so those of you that are new to the program, we always take our uh, callers and, we, and, we, and we, 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 we put them in, we put them all together. Yeah. And we sort them out. And who are the best emailers or phone calls? We appreciate all of them. And we of always have yeah, great emails and phone calls, top to bottom. But we, we got to pick one because we got to award a Sizzler Award, which sure. is the best emailer or phone caller of the night. And that duty, duty. duty goes to my best friend and yours. He is Swag Jeff. Jeff, what do we got tonight? Oh, my gosh. We had so many emails. I didn't even write the names down. So, so uh, but, but there were so many. We can't thank you enough for that. Uh, the voicemails. We had Jay from St. Louis, Storm. Uh, Jacob from Fresno, Josh in the 703, and of course, Houston Raider Steve. Tonight's Sizzler Award is going to go to a guy that just just sparked amazing conversation, man. So tonight's Sizzler Award is going to the one and only Storm. Hey, nice job, Storm. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. I thought you were. I thought you were doing the Wizard of Oz thing. Oh yeah. Oh. oh. Well, speaking of Metallica. Oh. Don't tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the last time I do James Hetfield on the show. I nice. uh, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Hey, so uh, we're gonna be back next week to talk about this big win that we're gonna get against the freaking hey. stupid Denver yeah. Donkeys, and then we're gonna take a break after that. So we're gonna we're gonna time to. Kind of bring it down around here in the fan yeah. cave, recharge the batteries a little bit, and then we'll be back to you uh, to carry out the rest of the season before we get into our every other week show. Uh, but anyways, we'll see you back here on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Also, you can find us on any audio podcast service. Just search for Raiders Fan Radio, Michelle. <laughs> Listen, it's the last game of the season. Come on. Take it in. Enjoy it. We get to see the silver and black one more time. They're going to kick the donkey's asses. Like, it's going to be a good day. So, listen, I can't fucking. I can't wait. That's okay. Wow. Gear up. I'm still cussing. 
Yeah, gear up, boys and girls. Yeah, one more time for the silver and black, man. Like, let's do it big, man. Let's yeah. do it real big. Thanks, everyone, in the chat. Uh, Paul, Ron, oh. the Vaderator, uh, Jordan Ford, Jay Jackson, uh, John Ogle, Corey Fleck, Tony Shefford, uh, Vibrator. What's up, baby? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Richard's in the building, man. Uh, Alfred Esparza's in the building. Uh, let's see. Jordan Ford. Let's see here. Vinny uh, Soto's in there, man. Foxy Scorpio. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we, whether we have snotty noses or not, <laughs> take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas? Started in Oakland. We love you. Good night, you two. Happy New Year. Goodbye. 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 Yeah. Let's go, AP. Let's go. Lock up that job, bro. Yeah. Come on now. Go ahead, Jeff. Let's go tagline. I already did it. You already did it. Goodbye. <laughs> what happens if Vegas started in Oakland? I, what the hell you want me to say? I was just trying to get you to say something funny to close the show out. Well, I got snotty nose, beat. <laughs> it, it's, are we off? Are we done? Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.